Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Hello, and thank you for joining me today for Conversations and Support for Targeted Individuals. Today is Sunday, July 19, 2015, and I am your host, Renata. I hope everybody's doing well today. Obviously, you made it through another week of targeting because you are here. No matter how hard it was, you are here. So that's a blessing. That is a blessing. That's how we measure how strong we are. Even though we go through what we go through, we go through it and we get through it. And we have to keep getting through it. So that's a blessing. Welcome, welcome. All right. Today, the scripture is coming from, I have more than one here. I like both of them. Okay, we'll see. Uh, Philippians. Excuse me, this first one is Philippians 4 and 11, verses 11 through 13. And it says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abashed and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And that was Paul speaking. And Paul, if you know, he went through a lot, a lot, more than we could ever dream of. He went through a lot. Um, but I do like uh, verse 11 where it says, where it basically, to summarize, wherever I find myself, I have learned to be content. And that's pretty much what we have to do going through what we're going through. We have to learn that this is what it is in our life and learn to be content there. And to me, it doesn't mean lay down and take it and just accept it. It doesn't mean that. It just means more to accept this state that we're in and learn to abound, learn to get through even with the sufferings that you're going through. And then the verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's a scripture that really should be held on to, especially when you're going through. That's one that I find myself saying often, that I can do it because God will give me strength to do it if I just ask. Sometimes I don't even ask, and it gives me the strength to do it. So that's that's a scripture you might wanna you might wanna hold on to because God really does give us the strength to get through this stuff. He has, and He will continue to. Okay, and I think I will read this other. Gosh, I have a lot of scriptures for today. Um, yeah, I have four more, but I'm only gonna read this this next one. This next one is Second Timothy. 
4, 6 through 8. And it says, For I am now ready to be offered at the time of my departure, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them, to all them also that love his appearing. Okay, so as I read that yesterday, I asked myself, at the coming of the Lord on Judgment Day, am I, speaking for Renata, going to be able to say that I have fought a good fight of faith, that I have finished my course, that I have kept the faith? So that's something we as Christians need to ask ourselves. Have you truly, truly, truly tried to fight a good fight of faith? Have you finished your course? What's the course? In my mind, the course is whatever we are called to do, whatever we're sent here to do, because I don't think that we're just supposed to just sit around and do nothing. Just me personally, I think that we are supposed to give back to humanity. I think that we have a job to do, and I think that's the course that this scripture is talking about. Have you finished that course? Have you attempted that course? Have you at least tried to find out what your calling is? Have you started somewhere, anywhere? Have you kept the faith, or or did you just throw in the towel and just give up? Because this is a faith walk. We have no idea what's ahead of us, so we walk by faith. We don't walk by what it looks like. Because it don't look good if you look with the natural eye, at least from my from my perspective and my life. If I were to look at all of this in the natural, it doesn't look good. But if I look at it in the spiritual, I know that there's a purpose and a reason for everything. And I know that I have to keep the faith. And I have to ask God for strength. That's the, the first scripture that I read says that we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. So we keep the faith along this journey. We ask God for strength along the way. We ask him to reveal to us what our calling is so that we can finish our course. Because if you have no idea what your calling is, you can't finish the course. But there is a course. There is something to be done in your life. So we have to get the obstacles out of the way, which is this targeting that's put there to distract us from our true purpose, from our true meaning, and we have to run the course. Even when we get tired, we have to run the course. Not only run it, we have to finish it. We have to finish the work that is set before us because there is a lot of work to be done. Uh, there, what is that scripture? It says the, there. Uh, I'll have to find it. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. That's what it is. There's a lot of work to be done, but not enough people to do it. And so, I personally believe that we are called to do the work. 
and we should be trying to do it. Amen. That's my mini sermon so far. I'm sure I'll come up with something else. (laughs) I'm sleepy, and I did take many naps this morning, but I'm still sleepy. I'm going to try to get through this anyway. I think this heat is getting on my nerves. All right, amen. Let me start unmuting people, and then we will go along with our day. I do have some announcements, but I will wait till more people get here. Oh, but I will say this before I forget. Um, next Sunday, there will be no call, and I'm thinking maybe to do it on Saturday instead. I have some family stuff to do on Sunday. But maybe we can do it on Saturday. But I don't know what time um, FLCHS's call is, but I know a lot of people go to that call, so I didn't want to do it at that time. But maybe earlier, if you guys want to, it's up to you. We can just cancel the whole week. So somebody can let me know what time they do their call, and maybe we can squeeze it in on Saturday morning. Because I definitely will not be able to do it on um, on Sunday this next week, and possibly that week after that too. But I'm not positive about that. We are supposed to have a guest speaker today, Lamont. I'm not sure if he's coming. Hopefully, he will. Um. So we'll see. In a moment. Oh, I wanted to mention the uh, Jade Helm thing. It's been um, from what I've been reading on the internet, it's been eerily quiet. People are kind of concerned at how quiet it's been. Um, I think a couple of people reported seeing uh, a tanker or two in their neighborhood in Texas, but they haven't seen troops or anything. Um, one group of people have assembled themselves together to um, to watch out for it, and then they'll radio each other, and they'll follow the tankers, and I'm thinking to myself, that's kind of dangerous. I don't want to do that, but that's what they're doing, um, a group down in Texas. But I don't think there's been a lot of um, sightings of any any military actions. I don't know if you guys have seen anything in your area, but I have not seen anything around here. But it is due to go to September, um, and I, I don't know what I think they have gone along with it. They have started it, but I don't know. Maybe they're doing it behind closed doors or something. I don't know because most people are saying they're not seeing any Jade Helm activity. So I guess that's a good thing. I guess. All right. Let me unmute people. Hello, New York. Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I can barely hear you. Sound far away. I just came into the church and I'm trying to get myself situated. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say hello. See if you want to say anything. 
No, not yet. In a few minutes. Okay. I'll put you back on mute. California, how are you? Oh, hey, Renata. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's everything? Well, it's the same. <laughs> it's the it's same. Good or bad? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm doing good. I took a nice long walk this morning, and that really helped me. Good for you. So, Very yeah. good. Yeah, I I noticed a huge difference actually after I um the the walk. I did one yesterday as well, and uh, got out and I was red as a tomato and sweating. But it, you know, my I I could just feel the difference in the way I felt. So yeah, those um, endorphins, endorphins um, help us feel better and decrease the stress. And yeah. that's what happens when we when we exercise. So let me ask you something: Did you walk in your neighborhood? Um. Well. In town, but I walk through the creek. Okay. And back. So and yesterday I walked through town. Mm-hmm. And I know that you did stalking. So were the stalkers out there? Oh, there's all kinds. <laughs> mm-hmm. My point all in things. asking you that is that they're going to be there, but you survived it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's why, you know, that's why I do it, I, you know. I'm, you know, not going to just be around. And plus, I just, I'm outside right now, too, um, out on my street, but there's a lot of, uh, you'll hear a lot of traffic going by. But I just have been feeling a weird, uh, just shakiness and stuff lately. And so when I, I notice after I get done walking, it kind of subsides. Um yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I do have a thyroid problem, too, and I don't, you know, um, I, I know I need to get that checked again because um, uh, maybe that could be possibly what I'm feeling. I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, make so, sure you get that checked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm surviving. Like you said, make it through another week. <laughs> That's right. Good for you. I'm happy for you. That's good. I like yeah. to walk too. I love to walk. There's something so comforting about nature. I really love being out amongst the trees and flowers and you know nature. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this the is something is, that they don't nice. want us to do. You know, they don't want us to get out and walk and enjoy the outdoors. So I'm yeah. There's a, a homeless man sleeping in the creek. It was actually really, um, really cute. His dog and him were just laying there, and the dog was uh, belly up, dreaming. And when I walked past, back past him, I was thinking, oh, I hope he's awake, because I had a banana and a bottle of water, um, but he wasn't awake, and I didn't want to disturb him. But <laughs> he's awake. I'm going to give him this banana and this water, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a nice walk. There's a lot of um, different kinds of birds and a lot of ducks and you know so it was it was a nice walk it was good that's good i really hope that that um what you're saying encourages other people to get out and explore their communities and you know you get an exercise it's 
same time. It'll help to de-stress you. And, yes, they're still going to be there. They're going to be there, yeah. you know, but you can get past it, and that's how you get strong, too. Yes, and that's exactly what, you know, what I'm doing. And I, I have those days where I feel like I don't, you know, I just don't feel like going out, but um, I'm – you know, for me, I, I, I don't really think that that's my thought. You know, it's not really me. I just get past that and and do it mm-hmm. with a smile on my face. Good for you. And I look up. <laughs> that's mainly what I do. I look up. I look up at the sky. I walk. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And you know yeah. what? You should always reward yourself at the end. You know, like, wow, I did it. You know, even though I was afraid to do it or I didn't want to do it or I had anxiety or whatever, you know? Just yeah. No, it, it actually helped with, with the anxiety because I just had this um, shakiness kind of feeling the last few days. Um, mm-hmm. I can't even explain. It's just really weird. And um, I kind of even feel like I'm getting it again now. Um it's just, I was like, say is that I just feel shaky, and um, that helped. It, I don't know, um, but now that I'm not walking anymore, I could kind of feel it coming back. So maybe I'll go for another one. <laughs> it is warm yeah. out there, like you were saying, the heat. Um, but I bring plenty of water, and you know, um, but yeah. So that's pretty much. What's going on with Good me? For you. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad gonna... for you. Thank you for the yeah. pictures. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, I got another one. Um, actually, last night it was uh, my. I guess my niece was uh, letting you know her look in the mirror. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's my great niece. Um, was born on June 3rd, and my niece named her after me. My middle name. And uh, she's just adorable. Yeah, she was looking through the at the mirror, smiling at herself, and uh, so it was, it was just adorable. That's just one thing where, for me, it's like another blessing, you know, thing to, you know, take my mind off of of things. And um, yeah, so babies yeah. bring joy, don't they? Don't babies bring joy? Oh, oh man, I I just I'm so excited. I really haven't, you know, I got to meet her last weekend I think it was last weekend um but I you know I I don't really get to you know spend a whole lot of time with her and my niece is just very um she's it's her first baby so she's doing everything you know right you know by like, the book <laughs> you buy the book yeah and that's kind of you know like that commercial you see on tv where the lady her first baby it's like you know hand sanitizer and everything the second one she's handing it to the <laughs> to the mechanic with the greasy hands, you know. <laughs> she's, doing it. she's even doing cloth diapers. I was like, oh, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> oh, wow, she's gonna change that. <laughs> but good for her, you know. I say, you know, it's good. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad I still have, you know. Uh, the thing is, I don't have a whole lot of family, but we're we are a really tight knit family. That's good. And um, I just. I've kind of just given up on um, trying to explain 
and I just say, you know, because like I said, nobody's going to really understand or realize. And uh, I, you know, I just leave it at that and just, you know, live every day and go about my life. And that's it. That's all I can really do. And so, um, but I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that I still have that because, you know, hearing some other stories, it's, it's kind of bad with, uh, the family members and, you know, uh, I, I just wonder, you know, after, you know, growing up with, with people, you know, in, in your family and then having them turn on you, I just, I just can't imagine how that must feel. I, you know, and I hope, I, I hope I, I hope I won't have to, but, you know, but for now it's, it's, it's okay. It's just, it's really strange when, you know, it's like you see so many different things that are going on when you kind of awake to it, not even as much as the target, you know, the targeting, but then everybody else just, they don't see it. It's just really hard. I find it hard to even just sometimes have normal conversations, you know, <laughs> with, with yeah. friends and family because I'm just like, I, it's, some of it is just and, really, and you know um, what? You, you, that's a good point. I, I want to, I'm going to touch on that for a minute. What you're saying is kind of hard to have a normal conversation because like we, we're living this new normal. And so yes. most of our conversation, if not all of it, is about what we're going through, this targeting or just talking. <clears throat> I actually am running into that problem myself because I need to do a speech about myself. And I, I'm really struggling with it because I'm like, what do I tell these people? <laughs> these these yeah. people are non-targeted. And I don't I don't even know what to tell them because this is my reality. You know, you're supposed to introduce this speech I need to do. You're supposed to introduce yourself and tell a little bit about yourself. And it's like, well, what do I tell? And they're saying, you know, tell your hobbies, tell your, you know, whatever. My life is consumed with this. I mean, I guess I could tell them that I do this internet show, but then they'll ask, "What is it about?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We have for to me, find a way. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. For me, it's like you know, talking to um, a friend of mine, and you know, she talks about how stressful her life is, and I'm just listening to, and it's just things that, man, I, I wish. I wish that's all I had to go through, but it's really hard for me to to have those kind of conversations with people because I'm just thinking you have no idea, you know, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, you know, I need to get past that and understand that, you know, that that's their reality, you know, and uh, you know they have their own different types of um, stresses and hard times, but you know, it's just it's. It's difficult. It's difficult to just have a regular uh, conversation with people. Realizing that that we don't have much to talk about outside of the targeting helps us to realize that we need to find other things to do. We need to find hobbies. We need to, you know, refocus. Yeah, but not even just the, you know, targeting. It's just just things about the world in, in general. It's it's you know, when when other people aren't awake to it, you're just like, okay, you, you have no clue. You don't even understand what goes on. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, 
uh, yeah, it's just it's difficult because I'm thinking, yeah, um, no, that's not right. No, it's you know, you don't believe what you see on TV, on the news, on the you know, they'll just bring mm-hmm. up a, a subject like something, and I'm thinking, no, you don't even have any clue, and it's just hard for me to to talk about that because. <laughs> it, yeah. Anyway, I probably I'm I'm mumbling. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad you're doing well, and I'm glad that you got out and you took your walk. And your great niece yeah. is beautiful. So thank you again for the pictures. And your son is oh, handsome. Welcome. And you guys have very strong family genes because you all. Oh. Like... <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You know. I, I'm hoping I could you know spend some more time with her soon. And um, but yeah, you're very welcome. I just wanted to share, you know. Yeah, thank you. You you kind of know better who who's Josephine, you know. Yes, yes. I have to send you a picture too. I um, a couple (laughs) people have sent me pictures. I'm going to print out my Ti family pictures and I'm going to put them somewhere in my house or on my desk at work or something. So thank you, thank you. You're welcome, Renata. So Lamont is actually going to be speaking today. I was wondering because he um he didn't speak last week. He was supposed to speak. I know, and I believe he's here. So Lamont, if, if that is you, I see from Georgia, um, star yes. eight, so I can unmute you if that's you. Josephine, I'm going to put you on um on hold. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Renata. All right. Thank you. That's you, Lamont. Star eight, if it is. Hello, Georgia. Hey, yeah, this is Lamont. How are you? That is you. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. I mean, other than me dealing with my targeting situation as well, um, of course, they're coming at me pretty hard because I'm doing some personal things that irritating them right now. And, and what's irritating them is that I'm not, you know, caving in and I'm showing a lot of strength towards them, and they don't like that, but I don't care. Right. Okay. So let me just, excuse me for cutting you off, but let's just start from the beginning because uh, you're our Mm -hmm. guest speaker today. And so I want you to introduce yourself, tell a little bit about your targeting, and then go into what you want to share with us. Because you told me you want to share some things that you discovered on the road and, you know, whatever you Uh want to share. But uh, just give a brief introduction of yourself so people will know who they're listening to. Okay, I am Lamont from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, my targeting situation happened, or at least as far as I know, started about maybe a, about almost now a year and a half ago. I'm sure it's been going on um, longer, but I became aware of it about a year and a half. Um, um, I guess my targeting situation started with my making conversation on news websites and blogs, you know, I'm t- speaking of things about social issues and basically giving my opinion, um, not going with the status quo, and I guess some people got upset about that. So I was told that they was coming after me, and sure enough, this is uh, kind of when my targeting situation started. All started off free speech. Basically, I didn't, you know, threaten anyone or said anything, you know, that was kind of demeaning or said anything where, you know, I'm 
putting anyone at risk. All I did was just state my conviction about some things that, you know, I basically, some of my moral values and moral codes and stuff and things that I will not accept. And after that, it went downhill from there as far as uh, my privacy is concerned. But nevertheless, I'm still, you know, still a happy guy. I still get out and have fun. I do the things that I've always been doing. I'm not going to stop. Um, I got several hobbies and different things. Lots of good friends and everything, and I spend time with my friends, spend time doing my hobbies, and I'm not going to allow them to really radically change my life one iota because I'm a stubborn kind of person, and I'm not going to give them the pleasure to think that they've broken me. That'll never happen, not on this earth. Okay, we have a question from the chat room. Um, for those of you who are maybe new to talk to, you can join in in the chat room where people are chatting and sharing YouTube videos and things like that. And you can do that by going to talkshoe.com and putting in the code for this call, which is 114616. And um, just so you know, Lamont, not everyone is on the phone. Some people are um, strictly in the chat room, so they're going to give their questions from the chat room, and I'll read them out, Okay. All right, Cox. And if you do have a question, please type it in the chat room or star eight um, if you have a question as Lamont um, starts to share. Okay? All right, so this question is for Manasa, from Manasa. I think I'm saying that right, in the chat room. Um, how were you told that they were coming after you? Um, they sent a message to my inbox on my account um, telling me that they're going to come after me. Um, they didn't say targeting because I didn't even know anything about targeting at that time. But they said that they was going to come after me. And so, and if I could change the code on my account and block them or do whatever, they'll start up a new account just so they could be able to communicate to me to let me know that they're going to come after me. Well, I had kind of taken that as a threat of physical harm. Um, without even knowing, you know, about the, about the TI situation. So, of course, I'm a big guy. I, I didn't feel intimidated by his statement. And, of course, I'm strong enough to hold my own. But lo and behold, um, the physical part never materialized. Um, they had some other plans different than what I had kind of imagined what the statement he was making or what he meant by it. Um, it all started, I came home, I, I owned two cars, and I came home one day, and one of my cars, you know, were, was broken into. And, you know, I went, they didn't really take anything. It looked like they just took some paperwork to get, I guess, my information, my full name and, and different things like that. And, you know, they kind of scattered paper all on my floor, you know, looking for information. And from there, I started seen some activity that still didn't resonate with me or, or registered with me at the time. And it wasn't until later when I kind of got the just that I was being followed. And I thought it was something temporarily or some type of psych situation that was going to be temporarily. And then until I started doing some research, that's when I got a clue about the targeting situation and the TI stuff once I started doing some research. Okay, so, all right, so fast forward, and it's, what, about a year or so later, and mm -hmm. you, start, you started to discover the main type of targeting that you get 
is on the road with directed energy weapons, correct? That is absolutely correct. Um, They follow me everywhere I go, and at that time, like I said, I thought it was something temporary, some kind of intimidation move, but then it became more organized and, and more structured, and then I really knew then from that point that this was a little more serious than some people trying to intimidate me or prank me, so to speak. And then, you know, I started seeing the same taxi cabs. I started seeing uh, vans, because they use vans. Um, I started using, you know, semi-tractor trailer, tractor trailer, 18-wheeler, all, you know, encompassed into my stalking situation. And that's when I really, like I said, I really started doing some research and to, to get to get some information about what I was dealing with here. Okay, and did you want to share anything that you discovered? Because you discovered quite a few things. You're a very good researcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, first of all, start off with their base. Um, if many of you TIs out there, um, chances are they try to make it seem as if they're pouring in a lot of resources behind stalking you in your area, that is far from the truth. I'm willing to gamble that. There are probably about maybe 20 or more people in your same general area that they are stalking. They're not just pouring a lot of research on you. So if anybody ever come and make a comment as to, well, why would somebody spend all, you know, spend a lot of money? Who are you? You know, you nobody. Why would someone spend a lot of money stalking you individually? Well, because they're not. They're stalking groups of people in your area, and that's where they're pouring the resource. I found out that they love to park in places like empty lots, you know, where stores have closed and the lots are there empty. Um, they park their stalking cars. A lot of the purse on the road, they are not using their own personal vehicle. They have a lot of these lots around where they, like Kmart's or Walmart or Target or Kroger's or some grocery store, um, a convenience store, what they do, they park all these cars in those areas. And people, the perps come either with their own cars or they catch ride with, rides with other perps to whatever lot that they're going to where they assign the cars that they're going to be driving for that day. And they, they park their cars and they get into the cars that they're going to use, the vehicles that they're going to use to stalk you and other people with. I found out that um, I started. Okay, Lamont, Lamont, hold your thought right there, but I just want to touch on that for a minute because when you told me that, that made so much sense because some of the perps around here are constantly in different cars. So for those of you who didn't catch what Lamont was saying, he said that there will be, a bunch of cars in, like, Walmart parking lots, Kmart parking lot, you know, grocery store parking lots, and these are cars that perps use. So they borrow these cars, I guess, from their perp network, and they use these cars. So I And I guess the point of that will probably be so they won't be seen in the same car all the time if they're harassing the same person. But it makes so much sense because some of the ones around here, they switch up cars all the time. And then it makes sense on another level to me because, you can go to like a Walmart or one of those stores any time of night and there's all these cars in the parking lot. 
And then you wonder why would they allow that? Maybe because they're involved. Don't know. But maybe because they know that this is a network, you know, of cars. It it just made sense when you told me that. So thanks for sharing that. Yes, absolutely. And and even, you know, more to, to that situation, their handlers also park in these parking lots and they park, I mean, they go to places like Waffle House. I don't know how, if y'all got that kind of stuff there in California. But they go to restaurants. They go to, they'll sit in their parking lots and stuff with their laptops. And they're basically commanding their troops, their perp troops out on the highways while they're sitting with laptops, feeding information and receiving information from the road. Like they may be, like an example, they may instruct a perp to shoot you with, with radiation weapons, uh, with, with direct energy weapons, and then the perp have to report back how many times whether they were able to carry out their their um, their edict or, you know, how many times they had done it and different things like that. Or, you know, it could be a list of people that they're, they're supposed to do this. But I've, like I said, I'm, I'm nosy, and especially when they drag me into something like this, I really – I really get my hound nose, you know, put my hound nose in effect. And, yeah, I've, I got video. I, I'm planning on uploading those videos at some point in time where the, where the handlers are literally sitting in the parking lot giving instructions and sitting in restaurants with laptops all over the table, like sitting in Starbucks. You think these people are studying for some class or something? A lot of these people are perps getting and receiving information. That makes sense. That makes so much sense. And so you said that you know for a fact that when you're on the road, they're hitting you with directed energy weapons. How do you know that? Because I have an electromagnetic field meter and recorder, and I also have a radix, which which also reads and store information on gamma ray, um, beta ray, um, X-ray radiation. It also stored a level as well. And I definitely want to encourage each and everyone, if you are targeting an individual, it is very important that you find a meter that reads these elements because I'm sure that you're probably under direct energy weapons attack. And, and if you don't have a meter, you probably don't know it. You just think that the perps are just following you around just to annoy you and harass you. And they're probably taking it a lot further than that. And you won't know unless you have a meter that read both electromagnetic field and the, the, the different types of radiation. Some of you, if you, you may find a meter that does it all. I, it was difficult for me to do find that, but Definitely, you will find at least two meters that will serve both purposes. And okay, people... now Lamont, you excuse me. Uh, I just uh, excuse me for no, no, cutting you off, but I do want to uh, no, 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 make no, sure not, that people not. get certain pertinent information that you shared with me off of this call. And one of the things right. I wanted you to share was you said that it's very important that the meter that you get, and if you could tell the people, um, the uh, you know, slowly tell them the type of meter that is again. But also you said that one of the important elements of the meter is that it should store the information. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You want a meter that's 
going to store your information, your levels that you've taken during the time that you're out and about because you want to keep that data and you want to store that data for a later time. So if when the time comes, if there is a class action lawsuit involved or if you even get sick and they try to blame you for your own illness in some kind of way, your meters don't have – they're not mentally ill. You can't say your meters, your readings are mentally ill or your data are mentally ill. If there's a radio signal in existence, it can be read. All energy, radio frequency, light, all of this stuff can be read. And that is your saving grace. Your saving grace is a meter that's storing your information. If you just got, if you're just using a meter just to take readings, then you're getting that satisfaction for the moment. But when it comes time for you to plead your case, then you're still back at the at the beginning of using just word of mouth and pleading your case and still not being believed. But again, data is your best friend because they can't blame your sickness or or whatever happens to you based you know due to the direct energy weapon they can't say it's all in your head and they can't say that the meter is mentally ill because data basically speaks for itself and you'll have a leg to stand on when you can produce your journal and the data of the times that you were attacked by these different types of energy weapons Okay, so Manasa in the uh, chat room is asking, how do you find something like that? And uh, and, and I want to ask, about approximately how much should a person expect to spend on something like that? Is it user-friendly? Uh, what is the category that would be under? Would it be under directed energy meters or, you know, what? How, how do you find it? Well, um, Amazon got a nice selection, but um, – their, their selection, I, I guess the part of the, the, the taking the data part or storing the data, that's where I, I think that a little bit they're a little bit lacking. They do have a few that store the data, but um, they have a lot more that only takes the reading. And though, the ones that only take the reading is the one you want to stay away from. You know, you 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 building up your case, you you collecting evidence, so you definitely want one that 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 stores your reading. You can you can. Um, Go to a website, um, or you could type in electromagnetic field meters and shielding. Um, it will direct you to to, to um, websites like an EMF safety superstore. I I usually do business with them. They got a lot of good, a lot of good um, different components that you can use for your uh, devices that you can use. Um, like um, I think it's like the EMF Safety Superstore. They're located in Latham, New York, and they they have a good supply of of, of meters that you can use for your for your protection. Okay. Now um, I know that you mainly use yours on the road, but this is a um, a pretty um, what would you call it um, small device that you can take anywhere. Correct. Absolutely, because another thing that I have discovered, and some of you probably are victims of the same situation, is that they literally break into your car and they could 
put these dials in your car and, you know, give the code, put the, give everybody the code, and when they, everybody pass you by and they're pushing in your code, they are literally, you're thinking that they're shooting, and sometimes they do. They do shoot shoot these these elements towards you, like the pulse, like the pulse and everything. But some form of radiation could literally be coming from right inside your own car. If you ha- if you suspect anything like that is happening to you, I advise you to find a body shop person that you can trust, somebody that knows you, somebody that's going to tell you the truth, and have them um, take your bumpers apart and look and see if there are any devices that are stuck between your bumpers that where they are literally lighting up these things when they pass you by. Because um, you know, not everything that they're shooting that is coming from them. A lot of this stuff, you know, stuff that we don't, a lot of people may not have knowledge of may actually be coming from inside your, the cabin of your own car. So, I, you know, if you suspect such a thing, uh, find a body shop person and have that person, you know, it's, 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 for them just to take the screws apart and pull the bumpers apart, it's not expensive at all. You know, it's not like being in a wreck and having to repair anything. They're just pulling it apart so you can see if they've got any devices, you know, hidden in your car bumper or in your well or, or, or behind your, 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 your lining. That you know, so that they're not using radio control to heat up your cabin. That you know, and stuff like that. So this will work at home as well. Yes, it'll work at home. Um, what it does, you sit it on the table, and if they're if they're using some type of a device from next door, across the street, uh, below you or above you. Um, if they're using some kind of device to, to, to send radiation through the walls at you, the meter should be able to pick up that information and be able to read those findings and store it in everything. And, also and make is, sure it, that is it a directional meter? So it'll tell the person this is coming from the left over here or this is coming from the right? Yes, yes. Okay. yes. They, have okay. some, they, they do have some meters. You're going to really have to take your time and research and just don't grab the first one. I mean, just read about it and start off looking at the real expensive ones, the one you can't afford, and then compare them with the ones you can afford and see how many different things it does compared to the most expensive one, and and then, you know, go from there. Okay. Well, that's good information. Thank you. Yes, yes. And 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 you know because I'm I'm sure I'm sure that a lot of people who think they're just being annoyed with the stalking probably they're probably doing a lot more. But if you don't have these devices, you would never know until you go to the doctor one day and then you got an ailment. And again, they've gotten away with it because now they they're going to try to attribute that to natural causes when it could actually be you know due to your stalking situation. Mm-hmm. Well, did you want to talk about the uh, Library of Congress? Yes, yes. Okay. If you, if, okay, right now we have domestic terrorism going on in the United States of America. And we're also dealing with the fact that many of us cannot get help from our first responders in this situation, from our 
police force, law enforcement, FBI, president of the United States. We can't get help. Most of us can't get help from anyone. Well, that doesn't mean you just lay down and play dead or you just throw your hands up because there's still a lot of things you could do to protect yourself, even if it takes a while. Um, of course, you know, in this situation, it's going to require patience because of right now, this is kind of how things are. So I advise each and every targeted individual, along with storing your direct energy weapons assault data, keep a journal, write days, times, and, 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 and events that occur between you and your stalking perps. Because eventually when you get enough information, you could literally go to the Library of Congress, get your, your journal, your document, everything that you have, your, everything that, that, that in relation to your stalking situation, you could have all those things copywritten and you could have it stored in the Library of Congress as a history document for future generations to read on the things that are currently happening today. I encourage all TIs to do that because if we don't tell our own story when this news do break to the public, somebody's going to tell our stories for us, and they're not going to do it in, in, in you know, they're not going to do it in the correct fashion. That in, in which the way we would probably like it to be told. So if you want to, you know, tell your own story because you are the ones being assaulted. We are the ones being assaulted. Don't leave it up for someone else to tell your own story because, of course, you know, every time during the time of history when we have these kinds of situations, we never get the facts completely. And by the time somebody do make it public in the news media and the books and everything, gets the whole of it, they're going to water it down and make it seem like it wasn't really that much of a big deal. Well, it is a big deal because they're threatening our health and our life, and we can't seem to get any help to do anything about it. It is a big deal. Document everything, all your experience, experiences in this situation. It's very important that you be able to tell your own story and also be able to have evidence in case by some miracle we do end up being able to file a class action lawsuit against the, the government, the perps, or whoever, political lobby, whoever is, is pulling the string behind this situation, that we'll be able to have our evidence and our documentation to file a civil um, class action lawsuit. That's true. I believe in documentation. Uh, so many TIs don't, though. They just feel like it's useless. Um, and, and I do know quite a few who started out documenting, but then they stopped, you know, because they don't feel like we're going to get help anyway. But for me, I I document. I believe in Yes. It. Very important. Very important. I mean, I know sometimes you're tired, your mind is tired because you dealt with the situation out there, and once you, you know, and you come back, you don't feel, but I'm going to tell you, it is very important. I'm Sometimes I don't feel like writing either. I don't feel like taking readings and downloading this stuff to my computer. I don't, but it's important. It's important. It's your story. It's your situation. You want your future children to know what's been going, what happened to you. You want the future people to know what happened to you. So if 
by chance we do end up again, we at some point in time end up with a government that loves people more than cooperation, a government that loves people more than government or politicians, and they want to go back and get these perps and hold them responsible like some of the, you know, some of these nations are holding, you know, some of Hitler's men. If we, you know, we just don't know. But if we if we don't have our documentation and we don't have any evidence and we're just talking off the top of our head about things, you know, that's probably not going to get us too far in our situation. But if you have your documentation and very clear about what's going on with you and you have your data because you've got a certified reader, a certified meter that's taking readings and stuff and showing where, you know, you're, 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 you're dealing with spikes of radiation, I mean, you know, to a to a future prosecutor, it's going to be like gold. You know, it's going to be gold to them being able to hold these persons accountable because they got evidence. You know that they can use to 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 do so. But if you don't if you don't document and you don't have no real evidence, then you know they're going to get away with this stuff. And man, that's something I really I've been through too much. I do not want them getting away with this. I don't, you know, care how many people they've hurt. I do not. I want every, each and every single individual in this group or, or organization that they're in, I want each and every individual to be held responsible for their action, hurting people across the country like they're doing. Yes, they definitely should be held accountable. Did you um, want to talk about the antenna, the information you shared with me about the antenna? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, they, the, the antenna, I, I I guess I have to put it on video. I, the only way I could des- describe it to you is the ones that does the shock to the heart and, and you know, to other vital organs is a very stubby antenna on the car. I, I'm a technical engineer, so I know quite a bit about radio frequency, and I know a lot about antenna because antennas are my job. I work for sports television. So, um, you know, the stubby antennas for the one that they literally shock you. I mean, they could send a they could send a shock from a long distance. I mean, from almost a mile away, and and and, and it feel it feels like someone took a knife and stabbed you in the heart, and it could literally really do some serious damage and even be fatal if they turn the frequency high enough. Um, but those cars. It, you know, it doesn't look like a, a regular radio antenna because most of them are long and kind of floppy-like. But these ones are short, looking like a like a CB radio, not a CB radio, but a pulley scanner antenna, like a stubby stubby pulley scanner antenna. And these are what they're using to transmit these frequencies, the different frequencies. Some of them, based on if they're using a pulse frequency, then most of the time they're short. If they're using like a um, like a a continuing frequency, most of those are your radiation. Those antennas are a little bit longer. And if they're using if they're using something like a electromagnetic field frequency, this one is going to shape almost like a triangle kind of thing. Looks look look kinda of like a like fins like like fins on a fish. And and it's black. I'll put some pictures up on the internet on, on YouTube so you can see the different ones. But um, 
These people are riding up and down the road, and they're just casually shocking people and affecting people with radiation and the electromagnetic field component, you know. And, and it, it's a shame. It's a shame. And, but, okay, you know, so let me just, ask you a question. I have a question about these antennas. Okay, first of all, you mentioned the shorter antennas on a car have the ability to, I think you said shock, shock you. Right. Now, right. Mo- most of the newer cars do have the shorter antennas. So, but I think it's kind of rough to assume that, you know, everyone with these short antennas um, have this equipment. So are you saying that um, if a car comes next to you and it has this short, uh, short antenna, would they have to have the um, the equipment in their car as well? Or how does that work? Yes. Yes, the equipment is built into their cars, and, and uh, a lot of it, a lot of the equipment is literally built into, okay, you know like the sensor that cars use when they're backing up to let you know you're getting close to an object? Yes. Where they use those, they use those same sensors. They they just convert, they, they take one component out and add another component. The same sensor that, that sends a pulse to let you know that you're close to an object they can literally send, they can reformulate or refine that those same sensors to literally harm and hurt an individual. See, a lot of these cars are already coming off the lot with, you know, like um, sensors would tell you if someone is in your blind spot, tell you that you're too close to the car up front and they automatically hit your brakes, or sensors that behind you let you know that either an object is close behind you or you're backing up about a hit. All these sensors in the car, they built these cars for your convenience to kind of minimize you having an accident. Well, of course, again, you know, somebody's turning it into a a weapon. And they're using, all they're doing is com- replacing those components and using these sensors that are already built in a lot of these new cars to, to emit radiation and different types of um, fields an energy field that, that does harm to your body. So, um, and you're correct about the, the, the size of the antenna. Some of them do look like radio antenna, but the only way you can be certain is, number one, you either you have to study and know the difference, you know, know the different antenna, even though a lot of them look the same, but it's the, it's the coil on the inside that makes all the difference in the world on how on what those sig- what kind of signal those antennas are going to transmit. Um, again, it goes back. Instead of trying to figure out what kind of antenna the car has, especially when you don't have training in, in understanding, in, you know, coil and radio frequency and signal generation, get a meter to do that for you. If you've got a meter that's reading you know, levels of radiation and levels of electromagnetic field, you don't have to worry about the type of antenna that they're using because the meter is basically going to tell you that you are under attack. Okay, so what, so, okay, so you have this meter in your car. You come across somebody who potentially has this um, this uh, equipment in their car. What does the meter do? Does it beep? Does it, how does it alert you? Yes, it, it 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 it'll vibrate because some of them vibrate and beat. You know, they got you can choose one or both, and it also tells you the level of how many, you know, exposure rate that you're getting per hour. 
and it'll. And, what is, and it'll what is a normal level? What's a normal level? Well, it all depends on on, on what they're using. Uh, Paul, it, it, it's different for each one. You radiation, X-ray, electromagnetic field, pulse. They all have different ones. Some of them, what they'll do at the at the factory, they'll calibrate the meter, and and for the most part, like 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 gamma. I think gamma is thirty when it starts going beyond thirty exposure per hour. Then you know you're you're kind of getting into the danger level. Danger range is almost like you know a chest X-ray being shot with a chest X-ray for about a hundred times in the day, especially if you got you know, 20 cars to every five miles attacking you with this with this particular type of radiation, um, like with gamma. Um, if you know, it's almost like taking 100 X-rays per five miles, which is very dangerous. I mean, some people don't take 100 X-ray in their whole lifetime. So um, basically, it'll already be calibrated. They'll give you a, a, a document a pamphlet to kind of explain the different types of radiation, the different level, the unsafe level, the safe level, and different things like that. And all meters are going to work differently, and all meters are going to describe what you're, what you're undergoing differently. But, it's, but nevertheless, it's still going to speak the same language. But it will, you use your guide, and your guide will tell you the safe exposure rate as opposed to the danger exposure rate. I mean, I've I got mine set at point point thirty to alert me when you know I don't want to reveal too much because I'm sure perps are listening and and um, they all connected and I don't want I don't want to reveal too much about how I'm keeping tab on them, but it'll be calibrated and it'll tell you when you're reaching a, a danger level and it'll be all vibrate to let you know that you either got to make some adjustment. All you know, document the car closest to you, um, the one that you know. Chances are the one that's probably assaulting you at that particular time, and and have you know in the meter, have, make sure you have one that will store those readings if they're if they end up going above the safety the safety limit, and it end up being one that's potentially putting your life in danger for cancer tumors. Um, diabetes and all these other ailments that radiation and, and dangerous levels of electromagnetic field will cost you. Yeah, and that's what to, I was going to yeah. ask you. That kind of goes with what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you why do um, why do we not really why do we need to know, but sort of why do we need to know? Because I'm the kind of person that I kind of don't want to know some things because it'll just add to my stress, and I can't really do anything about that, right? Then and there. So, what is why do we want to know? What you know that that this is all around us in these cars? Because I'm thinking if every car, because a lot of us are very heavily targeted. So, if every other car this meter is going off, that's just going to stress me out. And there's nothing I can do about it. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. It is something you can do about it. You can literally okay. shear your car. You can literally shear your car and wear particular clothing that to, to shear you from a large portion of what they're doing to you. It's when you don't know and you're trying to avoid knowing is when you're actually putting your life in danger. 
Okay, so there is shielding that we can do. Yes. Yes, you can put you can put shielding on your windows. You could uh, you could put shielding on your seats. Um, You can ground your car out, which means that you can use a certain type of fabric. Um, All it takes is putting a putting. You know how people people know how to you know how what what grounding is. It's just it's the same way like when you trying to jumpstart somebody's car, you use you use the black part to ground out the charge. What you do, you just take a uh, like a like a gator clip, clip it and clip one side to the material and another side to something something iron. Or you could just you could take and just let a piece of wire that's insulated hang from your car and then have it scrape the ground and that'll ground out your car for you. No, don't don't ever be afraid. Don't ever be afraid of not getting enough information or or thinking that too much information will stress you out because that's the part that they want. They don't want you to know what they're doing and understand the things that they're doing because if you don't, then you're not going to take any action. And you're going to end up sick anyway. So don't be a victim. We need to stop with this victim mentality and stop acting like victims and act like people who are going to fight for our lives, you know, and do whatever that do so, and our family lives. Uh-huh. That's true. Yes. Yes. Oh, there, there are a lot of things out there that will help you shield against what they're doing. But, I mean, we don't have enough time to go into a lot of the stuff. You're just going to have to do research. If you're dealing with radiation, then type in your search engine, you know, Radiation shielding, electromagnetic field, type in your search engine, electromagnetic field shielding. Then you come up with a host of websites that if you don't even purchase anything, at least they will provide information to let you know that they're the kind of materials out there that will help shield you from some of this attack. Well, you know, one of my, I used to be one of those people that thought that I only got stalking because the stalking has always been so heavy on me from the beginning. So I used to think that that was all I got. But now I understand that everybody is really getting these weapons um, aimed at them as well. Yes, yes, most likely. There's probably probably a great majority are. I mean, to assume that you just, they're just, you know, following you around and that's all they're doing, I mean, that's, that's kind of a great risk to take, to, to assume that and not take any proactive step to protect yourself and your family. You know, like I said, yeah. I mean, the state... They have the weapons, but you know there there are things out there that are out there that could protect you with with just a little knowledge and a little research. You can find a lot of things out there that could protect you and minimize their attack against you. Do you know anything about the um, the weapons being used through cell phones? Um. They can use a cell phone tower, especially um, you know if 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 you're one that are not getting your fair share of doses of radiation per day, as what, what they may have already calculated for you, because you're not traveling as much. Um, there's several ways. They, your cell phone, uh, they could literally turn your cell phone into a hot box. They could turn up the radio frequency from a cell phone tower. And and emit high dangerous level of, um, of, of 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 radiation right there from your cell phone. 
Um, I mean, literally to the point where you can lay it on the table and sit by it and literally feel the pain, you know, in your body by just sitting next to the cell phone. They could do that. Um, they could turn up the energy that's feeding the, the radio frequency that's feeding to your cell phone, even even when it's laying dormant, and attack you that way. And they can use satellite, of course. Um, you got Wi-Fi, you got cell phone, anything that transmits. Um, if they get your code um, from your box or your cell phone or something like that, or or even if a company that that want, your provider is involved in your stalking, um, they could literally they could literally target you through the device that you're using every day as convenient. And then these are people we're paying our money to for service, but at the same time, the same way you can go to a restaurant and they can literally have a perp that's working and put something in your food. Same situation apply with providers, your cell phone providers and different things like that. Somebody could literally turn your phone into a hot box. Um, they could that one of the antennas on the car, they could literally, if they have enough information about the device that you're using, they could literally transmit from their car sitting outside your house or apartment and they can transmit from their car, from one of those antennas that we were talking about, transmit to your cell phone and, yeah. and, and expose you from that as well. Targeted individuals, yeah. I, y'all really need to be careful when you're using these devices. I, you know, I implore you to probably use speakerphone as much as possible, you know, as, as often as you can. I would not even put I would not even carry the phone on my person. Like put it in the case or put it in my pocket. You need to get a bag. You need to get a bag and put it in your bag and keep it away from your body. You know, maybe like your purse or one of those kind of bags. Like I carry an army satchel and there you can get you can get these types of uh shielding that you could put around your phone when you're not using it. And you can carry it and store it in your bag, or even you know, put it it's in your bag. It's the same for laptops. It's the same for laptops and other uh, yes. devices. You don't want to put them on your lap. Absolutely. Um, okay, so someone yeah. in the chat room has a question. Uh huh. Okay, Manasa is asking if you could please elaborate on the shielding for the clothes and the fabric. Okay. Once again, um, you can go to places like Amazon. Dot com, or you can go to places like um, um, EMF Safety Superstore. Um, their number is one five eight. I'm sorry, um, I'll repeat one five one eight six zero eight six four seven nine. You can call them and 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 tell them about your situation and ask. If they have any suggestions on some things that you know you can use to shield yourself from from radiation and electromagnetic field, um, just type in. You can go to you can go to Amazon.com and you can type in um, radiation shielding, radiation shielding clothing, and they'll come up with a whole host of different things that you could use that 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 that's on the market that you can use to shield you from a great amount of some of these radiation and electromagnetic field particles that 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 that's 
being, you know, you're being assaulted with. So it's just, I, I can't per se, tell, you know, tell you specifically. All I can tell you is it's going to require you doing some research. The research is not going to be hard. It's not going to be time, a lot of time consuming, but you're going to have to take some time to do it. It's not going to be a lot of, because there are people that are, they were already selling these products before these targeted individual situations started. They were doing it because you got people work in the field of radiation. The clothes are not really that expensive, but they're not cheap either. But I'm sure, I'm sure with you know some time, your budget will be able to handle some of them, some of the clothing. They, I mean, you can get you can get jumpsuits, you can get hats, you can get you can get shoes, gloves. I mean, it's out there, and, and it was out there for people who work in some dangerous radiation for that does this for a living. So if you're just driving down the street and want to protect yourself, the merchandise is out there. You don't have to be victims. You don't have to even act like victims. You can take control of your life. You can take your life back. For right now, we do have to make some changes in our life because of the situation that we're living in. But you don't have to act like a victim and be a victim. You can still have a great amount of control in your life. You just got to do. You just got to add some things to your life right now. Okay, I think we have someone that wants to ask you a question. If you have a, uh, if you're on the phone and you have a question, press star eight. If you're in the chat room and you have a question for the month, you can type it in and I will read your question or comment. All right. Hi, Dee, how are you? Hey, how you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm good. I was happy to see you here. Yeah, thank you. Did you have a question or a comment for Lamont? Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I just was in the middle of something. That's why I had to mute myself real quick. Okay, I'm back. Um, what I wanted to say was I use um stones to protect from the EMF off of these cell phones. Okay. Um, I had learned this from another TI that is on the calls a lot, and she introduced me to some EMF protecting stones, and these are actually stones that Dr. William um, Wright, the one that uh, discovered organ energy and organite. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody has ever heard of shungite. It's um, S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E. That's how you spell it. Uh, Shungite uh, comes from Russia. It's actually a meteorite that hit the earth many, many years ago before we were even created. So it's like a supercarbon stone. And um, I had looked it up on Google. And when I typed in just the stone itself, and then you put in EMF protection, you'll discover a whole bunch of websites that carry this stone. It's actually used with Reiki and um, shamanism, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, higher practitioners of um, different faith groups use this stone to... uh, channel positive energy and positive forces from the given energy that we're exposed to, which for us is this targeting. It's the um, constant 
EMF targeting. You can get infrared targeting. Basically, this stone um, converts negative EMF energy into positive EMF energy that the body can use that's safe for the body. It's like, you know, having a, um, a piece of organite sitting around your neck or um, you can have it where they actually have carved this stone into small discus shapes that will fit on the back of your cell phone or whatever EMF device. Yeah, because they sell them small enough where you can actually put it on the back of your cell phone. And I have a few of them on my on I actually have put this stone on all my phones, including my cordless phone in the house. And I felt the difference, even when they're pulsing the phone, making the phone heat up. So right now I'm holding my cell phone, and I got the Wi-Fi connected along with getting the signal from the tower. So this phone stays hot. It's always hot. But being that I got the stones glued to the back of the phone, the bad energy that used to cook my hand where I used to actually feel my tendons and skin burning, I don't feel that anymore because I got these stones sitting on the back of this phone and it's converting the energy to, um, uh, I guess, what a positive auric field of negative ions. Mm-hmm. If anybody's familiar with, you know, Dr. William Reich's organ theory and you know organite you know any of that know about the organite i i do know people who use the um the organ organite and uh, they have gotten positive results but i don't know anyone who got long-term um continued results from it but i do know people who have gotten really the thing about it is i've had people that have had organ devices around me my whole life and didn't even realize it because the devices would be included into someone's yard, build a facade, or just like a centerpiece on their table, and you don't even realize it's an organ device. Probably that person didn't even realize that they just probably bought it at a swamp meet or a garage sale and didn't know they brought home an organ generator. You know, because I used to see glass globes and funny little stuff for particulate inside, you know, glass objects or silicone acrylic objects, and not realizing that these objects had a purpose to transmute bad energy. And it helps, because right now I'm wearing, um, you know, I'm wearing a medicine bag, you know, Native American medicine bag with this stone in it. And... You know, yeah, recently my blood pressure's gotten higher because it'll jack you up because I'm actually put the stone in my water to clear out the toxins that's in New York City tap water because I have no choice. I got to drink the tap water. And I could barely afford dragging, you know, a case of bottled water up to my apartment every month because then the neighbors sit up there and catalog everything I'm doing. And that's another story in itself. But, um, you know, this stone has helped me out a lot. I see a great, great, you know, um, difference in the level of targeting. And also my spiritual aura, me not feeling so paranoid and annoyed about the demonic energy that's always surrounding me through being a T.I. Right. 
You well, know, and you I don't know, know. Whatever, whatever works for you. I mean, we uh, one thing about the shielding is that it's not a one size fits all for everybody. So you have to try mm-hmm. a lot of things. And that's, that's yeah. one of the problems I have with the shielding is that you can really spend a lot of money trying, you know, all these different things just to find out that they don't work. But you kind of have to do that until you find that one thing that does. But you know what? I, I think, and I guess because I, I, I go back to the center, which is Grandmother Earth, and I've connected to more earthly shielding, and I've seen that's some of the best stuff around to shield yourself with, which is elements from the earth. And even if you have to find synthetic elements to mix with elements of the earth, I, I've noticed, and, and, and I've talked to a lot of TIs that have, you know, a little workspace that they could work with or they've, like, done, like, literally demolition work in their home just to put shield in. And trust me, I've heard stories with some TIs, I mean, like, layering, layering, and I'm talking about, like, the heavy foil, multiple mm-hmm. layers of heavy foil, mylar yeah. wood foil. And I'm like, I can't do that. I live in an apartment building. That ain't my unit. You know, right. so it, it has to be something small, basic, and um, affordable. Definitely affordable. So you well, know, I know what you, you're saying. Have, yeah, thank you. We have um, someone else who has a question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, thank you, and you can chime back in later. Okay, I will. All right, thanks. Yeah, the, I'm gonna tell you. For me, the I don't get into a lot of the shielding, but the. Uh, what has worked best for me and everybody knows is meditation, um, grounding, and prayer. And with the grounding or earthing, some people call it, uh, like right now I just got my shoes off on the on the ground and get that earth energy. That has really, really helped me, and meditation has helped me like I can't even explain. It has really helped me. Um, okay, Lamont. Uh-huh. We have yes, a... Question from the chat room, and this is from Stock in California. Um, has your guest found any evidence of ionizing radiation being used? Um, yes, pain in my body is one of the evidence, and taking the readings is another part of the evidence. Um, my joints, uh, radiation symptoms within my joints, um, the headaches, symptoms that I know as a healthy individual I don't suffer with, but I always have these symptoms when I get out on the highway and I'm being attacked by by these people with different different elements that they're using from radiation to x-rays to pulse. Um, I mean, just, you know, as far as that goes, just the data that I'm taking with my meter and uh, the, the, the pain that I feel when they're, when they're doing this stuff. And, and, and let me touch on real quick on the shielding part of it. Um, I understand people use, you know, use a lot of, of the fork, lower type shielding, but I literally use, the weapons a lot that I have seen that um, that I have readings that I have taken, a lot of them are anywhere from three, from a hundred megahertz to six gigahertz. When if you're buying shieldings and they're not working, it's because you're probably not understanding the material. I'm sorry. 
No, go
I know it's it seems <laughs> it seems futile, but I mean it's really all we have right now. But you know, when I think about the shielding, even though I don't do a lot of it, but it it could be helping you in other ways, but you may not know it. It may not be taking away the pain, it may not be taking away the voices, but it may be mm-hmm. protecting you from some of the um that uh, very dangerous radiation levels that could cause cancer and things like that. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. So where it may seem like it's not working on the surface, it still could be helping you not to get those dangerous levels of radiation that can cause something fatal. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, yeah. yes, absolutely. I totally agree because some protection is better than no protection at all. Sure, you. I, I have to agree with you. You're absolutely correct. Um, they'll, they'll try to supersede any kind of effort you make to protect yourself. But nevertheless, you know, you're making an effort to protect yourself. And even though you may not be able to completely stop them from every weapon that they're using, but at least you have some shielding that will help prolong your life. And maybe, you know, we can survive long enough that when people do want to hold these perps responsible, we'll still be here and not, you know, deceased based mm-hmm. on cancer and all this other stuff. So some shielding does help. But just like I was saying when I was telling her, you know, you have to understand, and, and, and it's not difficult to understand, but you have to understand radio frequency. If they're, and, and the, you know, if they're using a weapon at generating a certain frequency, then your shielding has to be able to to protect against that particular frequency. And you got some shieldings that'll do all of it. You got some only do partial. But, you know, don't just leave yourself totally exposed and not do anything to protect yourself. Then you will be a victim. And I don't think T.I. is a victim. I think T.I. is a uh, brave people. We just decent people. And the person not. So that's why they're doing the things they're doing, and we have a response in kind back to them. I don't know how long that's going to last because um, a lot of us are losing our patience. But nevertheless, we're decent people, and we want to resolve this situation in a peaceful manner if we can, you know. That's true. Okay, Bella, thank you. Thank you. All righty, we'll put you back on hold. All right, star eight, if you have a question or comment for Lamont. Anything in the chat room? Anything in the chat room? All right, Lamont, did you want to say anything else before I let you go? Um, well, it's been a pleasure, you know, having an exchange with, with, with some of the other TIs. And mm-hmm. my, one thing I do want everyone to, t- to, you know, to take away from this is you're not victims, okay? You're brave individuals. You, 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 you're good people. Don't allow them to rob your life from you. Don't sit back and be a sitting duck. There are things you can do to protect yourself. There are things you can do to alert you that you're being under attack. Take advantage of some of these things because it's out there. If they're using things against you to hurt you, you can use things to protect yourself. And then when when we do address this issue as a nation, we'll still be here healthy enough to deal with this situation and hold these people responsible. And that's it. Okay, would you like to give your YouTube channel? Uh, it's UC Lamont. 
That's my YouTube channel. You, the letter U, the letter C. I got some videos up there. Yeah, the letter U, the letter C, L-A-M-O-T-T-E. All right, so check out his YouTube channel. And I thank you so much for your uh, very insightful information. It's been very helpful for me. Thank you. Um, The pleasure is mine, and I just want the YouTube I want your listeners to know if they're on YouTube, they've been a big help to me too because literally some of those videos that I've been seeing, you know, with other people's experiences has been a blessing to me on how they're overcoming their situation as well. So we all help us with one another, and hopefully we'll come together soon. Yeah, yeah, we we are definitely to be helpers to one another. So thank you so much, Lamont. Hang around if you like. Um, Absolutely. We're going to be a little while longer with everybody, so just hang around. Okay. All right, thank you very much. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to start unmuting people because I just want to share. I do have some things we can talk about. And I do have some things I want to share with everybody, but I'm waiting for a few more people to get here. So in the meantime, I will start to unmute you. I know Jerome has been waiting a long time. So it's not muted. Jerome? Yeah, hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. It's um actually I, I was going to ask a question about the um about the shielding. Oh, go right ahead. Are you still there, Lamont? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm right still here. here. Still here. We have a uh-huh. we have a question for you. Okay. So what happens if you live in an uh, in an apartment? Uh, how there's a lot of attacks that come from the the above units and stuff like that. Um, you know, from upstairs. Like, what could you do to shield, like maybe the ceiling? Is there something that you could do, possibly? Well, uh, it's kind of you know kind of touchy when you're living in an apartment because now you 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 may you know you can do things, but then it may create damage to the apartment complex. If you're gonna put anything up like that. I would advise you to first get in touch with your landlord and kind of explain, you know, some things you want to do so you won't end up not getting your deposit back when you move or end up having to pay for damage that you, you know, then you didn't foresee that end up happening. Um, But if you're going to use um, shielding, I usually use Argent Marsh. Um, They are good you know, kind of all-around doable product. Um, they shield anywhere from 100 megahertz to 3 gigahertz, and that's that's a pretty wide spectrum, you know, for some protection. Now, it's not going to give you complete protection, but it will, you know, shield you, you know, against a, a good bulk of probably some of the stuff that they're using to attack you with. Um, you you know, you could even intermingle fabric. You can um, You can... You know they've got some fabrics that can that can protect you up to six gigahertz, you know, from six gigahertz frequency attacks. Um, you can mix them um, if you feel like, you know, you you some part of your place you being attacked more than others. Then you can use the less effective one, and then use them in some place to use the more effective one. But before you do anything. Get permission from your landlord first before you start doing that kind of stuff. Well, she is the problem, and uh, she's the one doing most of the targeting. It seems to be yeah, I know. <laughs> it seems to be like a lot of uh, 
heavy equipment. Like I hear a lot of things being dragged on the floor and stuff like that. I don't know if it's the equipment that they're putting into place. Because they do a lot of attacks to my uh, brain lobes and stuff like that. So, yeah, she's like part of the problem. So, I don't know if there's something covert that I could like uh, install or, or you know, or do if there's a paint that I could use or something like that. Or I don't know. So, well, they have covers. You can you can get, they literally have blankets that you can use these material that, that protects you like from 50, gig, 50 megahertz to like, Six gigahertz. They literally got blankets that you can put yourself under, especially sleeping at night. Um, that may give you give you quite a bit of protection, some insulation. Nothing is going to protect everything that they're using because they may, you know, use different frequencies at times. But um, look into giving you a blanket that you can use to cover yourself for when you're sitting around in the house. And um, they do have also they have some hats that you could, you know, like a soft hat that you can put on or, you know, a scarf or something you can put on your head when you're at home. Um, there are things out there that can give you some shielding, um, you know, protect some portion of what they're doing to you. So you don't have to just sit there and literally just absorb everything they're throwing at you. And even if I do understand about the apartment situation because mine is doing the same thing too. I'm being targeted too by my landlord, so. Um, but I do have covers. I have, um, you know, wraps that I've used that when I'm sitting in the house, I wrap up with, and it, 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 it really helps. It helps. It, it minimizes the effect a great deal. So, okay. look into some of that stuff. I remember a bad baby who just left the call. Actually, she knows a lot of shielding stuff. We should check with her next time she comes back. But I remember her saying that you can take a baseball cap and take the potato chip bag and tear it open, and that silver part of it, place that in the, in the baseball cap. She said that offers some shielding. I don't know how true it is, but that's what she said. Uh, that does sound good, but most most of um, your product, if it's 55% silver, 45% nylon, or something like that, because silver does a great deal in protecting, too. And there are a lot of clothes now that got silver and copper included into the wear, uh, into the fabric wear. Um, like I say, it, uh, once again, it takes a little bit of research. But remember, people do this stuff for a living. They work. People work with radiation for a living, so there's stuff out there. It's not really that expensive. It's probably gonna cost more than your regular clothes. But I mean, if you're trying to protect your life, I mean, I mean, what kind of price can you put on? Not put on that, you know? That's true. Yeah. Spend, yeah. Spend extra dollars and get get some protection for your body that way, you know, when they, you know, when these perps doing this stuff, you don't have to absorb the total amount of the assault that they're putting against you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Anyone, thank you, um, Jerome. No problem. Thank you. Did anyone else have a question for Lamont? Sorry. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lamont. Okay, I'm still listening in. Okay, Okay, uh, Jerome? Yeah, so Renata, how are you doing? It sounds like you're going through some stuff there. What's up? Well, you know, it's, it's the same stuff we all have to have to get through, but, you know, that gets me through it, so I'm okay. And you, I think you had some news for this past week. Oh, hell yeah, I'm moving. <laughs> I'm you're moving or you moved already? I'll say again? 
You're moving or you have moved already? I'm moving. I'm in the process of moving right now. Like I'm putting things in boxes and, uh, yeah, just moving on up and moving on out. So we'll see what's next. Um, definitely. I'll keep you posted. You. I'll have fun. Huh? Good for you. So you found a nice place? Yeah, it's a nice place. It's way better. There's more room and I can spread out and less restrictions and stuff like that. So a little bit more freedom. So we'll see what happens there. Is the landlord going to be in the building again? Or? Nope. <laughs> nope. So we're, we're going to have to see what goes on. So I'm thinking they're going to do their perp. Uh, um, bleep their perp crap so they're probably going to come and talk to people in the neighborhood and set things up like they always do but it's all good because it's going to be less uh, of a problem because there's a lot of uh, people in this house that I have to interact with but uh, the other place is self-contained so it's a basement apartment and uh, so I'll be yeah so I'll be by myself so even though if there's people upstairs I don't have to see their face right so I'm not, I don't have to deal with them. So that should be a little bit better. It should be a little bit more, you know, less stress for me. Because even though they're doing their thing, I won't have to look at them or have to deal with them directly. Right. Very good. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, thank you. Which day do you move? End of this uh, month here, end of July. So we're in oh, July, yeah. And, you know, people should know that um, from all of the accounts that I have heard from different TIs that have moved, that it pretty much moves with you. Um, I have heard that a lot of times you get a break for about a week or so, and then it picks up again. Yeah. So people should know that. Yeah, I'm ready to rock steady. I ain't giving up. I mean, I don't give I, I don't give a darn, you know. They're, they're going to do their thing, but... Evil evil always fails. I always say that evil cannot win. It's impossible. It's like a fish walking on water. It just can't happen. It's just it's just God's way of keeping things even. Evil goes a certain distance and then evil fails. It has to fail because it cannot succeed. So only the strong will persevere. You know, they'll keep on keeping on. The strong will survive. That's a promise nature set down. You know, it's the law of nature. The strong will survive. So you just got to ride this crap out, and it's all going to end because evil cannot succeed. It can't. It's impossible. It can't. Mm-hmm. You just got to believe, and you have a good handle. You believe in God, and God steers you through the darkness and through the rain, and you just got to understand the rain won't fall forever. The rain's going to stop. It's got to stop. It's the law of the uh, law of nature, right? So, right. Yeah, let them set up their stuff because I'm I'm good. I'm good for a good fight. I mean, I got you know I got many years left to fight, so I'm not gonna stop fighting until they give up or they stop their nonsense or I, I got a lot of money in my bank account from what they did to me or did to us. So that's yeah, all good. Yeah. I'll, I'll just keep on next location, see what's next. I'm you know hope for the best and keep on praying for something uh, you know something great. So it's all good. If they want to set up their satanic uh, practice and spread rumors, I can't stop it, but I can I can work around it. So that's it. And the relationship is that going good? Um, it seems to be. Um, she's uh, she seems to have settled down a little bit. I don't know. 
I'm just keeping I just keep an open mind and see what's next. I I don't I don't put all my money in one on one horse, you know, so I I know the possibility. I'm not naive. I've lived too long to be naive. I've got a gray in my beard, so I'm not stupid. I've lived for a few years. So not because that's the way I want it doesn't mean that's the way it's gonna be. But uh, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm just I just take one step at a time and see what's next, right? So I hope right. Like I said, I think she's a TI. Seems to me like she's a TI because what I've been seeing, she looks like a TI. So, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, maybe I can help her. And, uh, you know, she looks like she's being attacked also, you know. So I don't think she's aware of what's going on. So I hope I might be her guiding light. And if not, oh, well. You know, you can't force anyone or you can't uh, change anyone's situation unless they're willing to listen and follow. So that's it. So, yeah, yeah. things are going good and things are going not bad. Uh, you know, uh, at least I have a companion and it feels it feels good just to sit and talk and have a good meal with someone. I mean, I don't know. I, I really want to believe that God is on duty as well because the devil is very... He seems to show his presence way too much. So you got to believe that there's something else besides the devil, right? So why wouldn't God give you give someone, you know, give uh, one of us a break or some of us a break? You just got to go there and find someone. I mean, don't be afraid. I mean, you know, it, it's just a chance is a chance. Just take it and ju- and just just take a chance and see. It might work out. Who knows? You know. You might run into someone that's been targeted that don't know that they're being targeted, and boom, and then you have a partner, and then you can help each other through life. Eh? That's what I'm hoping. So I'll see what happens. You know, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, I, I hope that everyone who uh, desires to have a relationship that they, you know, that they find one. And the yeah, and I've companion. Yeah, don't give up on me yet. I've not given up on the on the um, on the dating side. I just these scumbags keep me so busy that I'm always just, you know, just trying to keep myself up and moving forward. So, you know, it's not that I've forgotten the, about this dating because it's something that we need. We all need companionship. They want us to be isolated and, and separate from everything and everyone, right? So, I, right. yeah, I think that, like, even the social group, just to be able to, like, like Scott and I, we sit down and we talk sometimes and we just talk about, you know, just, just, just a little bit of support and, and stuff like that. Sometimes I call them just to find out about the conference call and whatnot. And we just end up talking for like a couple of hours. I mean, you know, that's what you need. And what what was going on with me, like, I wasn't afraid of, uh, you know, my situation because I've, I've got some skills. But what you got to do is be smart. So when this stuff started happening, I got you on the line. And then it felt much better just knowing that there was someone else on the other end of the line just listening and supporting. It was Great. I mean, you know, I am gung fu, but it's good to have like spiritual support sometimes when things just go bloom in your face, because that 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 was a total ambush that I did not expect at all. So it was good to have you on the other line, and that, you know, and it's it's just it's very important just to have someone there and just to be able to talk to someone. The interaction is it's it's very supporting and it's very very good. Yeah, that's good. I am glad it's going well. I hope so. It's uh, nothing's guaranteed. Just like tomorrow, who knows what tomorrow is going to bring? But uh, right now, 
I just, I'm glad to have some companionship, and if it's God's will, then she's going to be pure of heart, because she's, she's a good Christian uh, lady, right? So she's, like, right now, she, she just came back from church not long ago, so, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping the hope that God sent me somebody, if not, oh well. Not going to cry about it, not going to lose life about it, because life is short, and I'm not going to mourn and groan, I'm just going to move forward if it doesn't work out, so. Good for you. That's the right attitude. Yes, yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have the right uh, outlook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Jim Eyes went 
bugged out when he realized, oh, my God, she'll come, she'll come at me. She'll hit me. He got away, and he looked petrified. I mean, petrified. Well, one thing I I definitely have, have learned from them watching how they maneuver it and everything, and you're correct. They don't want to be exposed, that's for sure. So obviously no. they know what they're doing, regardless of, of how many politicians or how many people in the in, in legal authority is giving them permission to do the things to, that they're doing to us. Obviously, in their hearts somewhere down the line, they must be still realizing that they're breaking the law and there's still somebody there out here somewhere that can still hold them accountable because they don't act like people that just got total impunity to do what they're doing, even though they may even though they may got permission from some people in power, but obviously their mannerisms still showing that they could uh, still be held accountable. I think you're right. And they don't want us to see their face. Yes, yes. So your face is so, your passport. Uh, yeah, they don't want you to see their face or their plate number, which they could switch off with they, the face. Yeah, so that I mean that's only proving that organized stalking is not a perfect sign. No, no, no. And the younger uh-huh. ones are more vulnerable. The younger they are, the more vulnerable. They're mind-controlled, they're weak, they're scared, yeah. and I don't think they're getting that much money. Some of the perps at CVS, Walmart, I mean, dirty, raggedy, scared. They have that fear all yeah. over their face. You can smell it. What do they get, a, a pack of drugs or what? Is it like... Oliver Twist, a, a skillet full of hot sausages from Fagan at night? I mean, what are they really getting to harm people? Well, from what I understand from, from you know, some of the other people that I have talked with, like uh, your host and some other people, um, they don't, some of them is getting gift cards, drugs, cigarettes, stuff like that, you know? It's all, I mean, very it's cheap. Selling, yeah, selling it sold for, I mean, yeah. for little or nothing. For nothing. I think it's just the high of being able to break the law and get away with it. I think it's the biggest reward they're probably getting from this situation. From my understanding, it is like a pyramid. You guys know how those pyramid schemes go? And uh-huh. the, higher, the higher up you are on the pyramid, the more you get rewarded. So, in other words, the ones, the, the street level, you know, those, they get the gift cards. If, if, if they're a drug addict, they get the drugs. Um, they kind of meet them where they are. And then the higher, I guess, the, the more they start to achieve different things, get people to commit suicide or get people to react a certain way or whatever um, they do to get to the next level. The higher, higher they up on the pyramid, they start to get things like money, uh, cars, houses, because some of them live pretty well around here. <laughs> For them not to go to work, they 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 seem to be doing pretty well. Um, wow. So I, I think it it is on that pyramid kind of thing. If you guys wow. know how that how that goes, how that pyramid thing goes. Wow. Yeah. But, wow. But still, all blood money though. I mean. Oh yes, know. it's filthy money. It's human yeah, trafficking. Still, yeah. Wow. Filthy, filthy that's, money. That's, Absolutely. I mean, gosh, I mean, I, you know, to, to know that you're out here, you know, making people's lives miserable, 
and mm-hmm. and you're out here harming people. Like I said, it's not just the annoyance with the stalking. I mean, they're literally out here trying to create premeditated murder and murder. Yes, they are. And all of us and as targets, one last thing, when we are victimized like this and try to go to our prosecuting attorneys, our cops, our judges, yeah. and they, yeah. LCI, and guys, they offer us no help. Do you know that re-victimizes us again? Okay, election coming up. Uh, well, we have an election next year, right? We sure do. Okay, we, we got to remember this and not put the same people back in power. If they Absolutely. don't want to help us, don't put, the, don't put the same government back in power. Absolutely you know? not. Absolutely yeah. not. Or the shall I call it the missing government? It's almost like, you know, where is the government? Male yeah, tampered absolutely. with? Who's, they put us out on this alley, a cesspool, with no help. They fed us to the lion. Yeah, we have yeah. no sanctuary, not even one corner that we can feel protected. Yes. If our politicians is not holding them responsible and protecting us, then we'll remember that come next year. Absolutely. And try to make sure these same people are not reelected because we'll get the same results that they are.
and uh, the premise of his call is contact. Uh, he's trying to put together, he and some others are trying to put together where TIs contact each other just to make sure, you know, just to touch bases, make sure everybody's okay. And that's, and that's, very important. That's, that's, that's very important, you guys. So um, if you're interested in being on that list where, you know, we just want to check in, you want someone to check in on you, uh, people don't hear from you in a while, you know, we're just trying to create our own community, basically, um, to be accountable for each other and just to, you know, people need people to talk to So that's, that's what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Please support That's that. That's a great that idea. It's really important. It's, it's great it was idea. originally Keith's idea. And, like, uh, I don't have plans on a website, nothing like that fancy, just like a thing where people exchange emails for uh, targets you choose to be your buddy, who you trust enough with private information. You can brainstorm from there, but it wouldn't just include checking in on somebody, say, once every three days, once a week, whatever you determine. It would include, for example, Renata sitting on a call a couple of years ago, a block talk one. Say you go to the police station to make a report, hopefully not to waste your time about the targeting, but, you know, a crime report or something. Um, you might want a target on the other end of the line as a witness, somebody to be there with you. Another thing would be, like, uh, just somebody to talk to now and then. And then in case of some targets, when they go to stores, they get targeted real bad, which I personally don't give a rat's ass about anymore personally, but... Um, some targets might want to call another target while they're in the store and joke about, like, security or the workers to them on the phone. All of them mention that once. That's why few of them. But the main reason would be, of course, the targets to check in on each other to see how they're doing because some of us disappear or take into mental institutions or whatever. And you don't hear from somebody in a while and just wonder what's going on. So a lot of us are, I'm not bitching about myself, probably a little isolated. So it would be just a good thing to have. And uh, so a good example would be Keith, for example. I haven't heard anything about it lately, but, you know, I'll give him a call or something. But uh, it's just a good system, like, to work on. And, like, any ideas are welcome. But, uh, thanks for that. Well, and, like, uh, let me just say, uh, um, I can't tell you how many times I have been in stressful situations in public, being targeted, and I picked up the phone and called someone. And I thank God that I had someone to pick up the phone to call because it really helped you just take your mind off the situation or, you know, or whatever. So I think it, it is good in that sense, too. So if you want to be included on that, then um, make sure you go to that call to give them your information because they're going to they're gonna uh, get a list of who, you know, all the people who want to be involved. And, again, the purpose is to help ourselves as much as possible. Just like my mom was talking about the shielding, you know, a little precautions. He said, hey, Charles, how you doing, Charles? But um, I was going to say, like, yeah, Lamont's awesome what he's talking about. But I'm just curious, if Lamont's still on the line, that's the chance. Does he do that? What is his opinion about the and microchips? Lamont, you know, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Do you Hi, Lamont. Do you have an opinion on microchips? God is asking. Yeah. Um, I, well, other than the fact that I do know that it's possible, you know, for them, you know, for people to be microchip against their knowledge. Um, for those that already have them, I, I that's not my. I, I haven't done much research on that, but I do. I do. Um, just you know, know your doctors, know who who's treating you, know your doctor well. And everything, and 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 and, and 
and you know, be careful when you're choosing providers and stuff. You know, being in this situation in this program because those are the people that probably could end up putting microchips in people and putting microchips in you against your knowledge and against your consent. So, you know, if you had a doctor that you've been going to for years and somebody you really could trust, um, stick with that person. And, you know, but if if you don't, just be very particular and very careful, you know, picking your doctors or, or any of your providers and stuff so you won't become a victim of um, B2K and microchips. Well, I, I, have a, I have a comment on I have a comment on that. Um, I, I know what you're saying about you know someone you've been with long term, but I can tell you that you could be with somebody for a hundred years, and for some way these people can recruit them into your targeting. Um, so I don't know really how you can be real careful about it because you can think that you really can trust someone, and then all of a sudden they're involved in the targeting. But uh, not only the doctors, but also the dentists, because many TIs will tell you that they have um, microchips in their tooth or in their gum area or in their jaw area, and then it happens at the dentist. Now, I used to be shy. I used to be real shy about speaking up about stuff like that. But the last time I went to the dentist, I said to the dentist, because this is a new dentist for me, and I said to the dentist, that there are uh, complaints from people on the Internet. This is how I post it. There are complaints from people on the Internet saying that they have been microchipped at the dentist. And I am not accusing you, but I am asking you if you if that is your practice here. And I just said it because I needed my teeth done, <laughs> but on the same token, I didn't want to come out of your microchip. And I let him know that I do not expect to come out of your microchip and he assured me that he wasn't, you know, involved in that practice. Now, does that mean that he didn't do it? No, it doesn't. But I did my part, and I, you know, put it out there. But with that being said, I did have my husband and my whole family with me. So I wouldn't suggest that you, you know, do something like that and you by yourself. But I did let him know. And, and he said that, no, he had never heard of that. But then he backtracked and said, oh, yeah, they do that when they want to control people and they want to keep track of them. So, uh uh-huh, he did know about it. But, I, 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 you know, hopefully he did not microchip me, but I did say it. And I have said it to doctors as well, and it's not going to stop them from doing it, but it's putting them on notice that I am aware that this does happen. And um, so sometimes you just can't be shy about stuff like that. But... I, I would say have someone with you if you do, you know, mention that to the doctors. One of, one thing I wanted to add to what Lamont was talking about, like I was talking about last week, week before, if you have a Wi-Fi system, you want to go back to the cable, contact your uh, writer. That's the wireless stuff, the router, that's doing a lot of damage. If you have a microwave oven, get rid of it. If you can, turn off the electricity to your bedroom at night, have a mechanical clock. That's the more you do to like alleviate the lesson you have, the faster these things are better. If you have a cordless phone, get one with a cord because doing that and having the cable for your like computer will keep the energy inside. And you might want to look at the dirty electricity. In other words, like um, get the stuff your filters. Just what I'm trying to say is all these things you can do around your house if you have a wireless, uh, pardon me, uh, we call it a smart meter. If you have one already, you know, if you can exchange for a normal one, do it. Anything you could take that, like, quote, unquote, normal people that aren't targets, 
do that in addition to all the monsters we're talking about. I'm telling because any little thing you do adds up real fast. That's already being hit by the, all these waves. And like if you have a bed with springs in it, you can just get a cheap air mattress, like at uh, Big Rats or somewhere, get one. Because it won't conduct, it won't amplify the effects of the EMF waves, EMF probably. And Lamont can like uh, tell me what he thinks of that or the callers. But uh, you just want to take as many precautions as you can because this, all this Wi-Fi, all this like electric pollution, electro smog, it's making people sick. And like you said, Lamont, I think you don't have to feel the effects of life for it to be affecting you. People who get, like Lamont said, diabetes, kids are getting ADD, ADHD, autism. It's literally making people have trouble thinking. It's causing joint pain, insomnia. The insomnia comes from like uh, losing all so much melatonin and getting hit by the waves, and that's why you lose a lot of magnesium too. And uh, part of it's not getting dehydrated. So any little precaution you can take, any any measure. That's, you know, they're, they're doing this to everyone. And our police friends are getting hit by the uh, pepper system. And I've heard of fire departments, I think in the U.S. and Canada, trying to prevent like additional tenants on the roofs because it's causing all kinds of illness. It gives people headaches, all kinds of stuff. Some people show their symptoms early than others. They call it electrosensitivity. I'm sure I'm not sure of it. But, I mean, it is affecting everyone, literally. And if a guy wants to be a father, for example, obvious example, don't carry your cell phone in your pocket. If you have a baby or something, if you have, like, a, what do you call it, infant monitor, you want to get one that's uh, sound activated, like they have in Europe, because the radiation is harmful to the baby. And it just, you really got to be careful. So, yeah, as a TI, you got to do all these things, preventative measures with the electricity, plus just as a regular human being. It's just insane. I'm done for now. Just to throw that in there. Yeah, definitely. That, that those were all of those were good sound advice. I mean, I didn't know Thanks the digital age ended up being trying to turn the rest of us into slaves. But you're right. Um, you know, a part of my control. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, don't sleep with your phone near your head or near or on your on your nightstand. You know, unfortunately, you're gonna have to get up and go get your phone. Because they could, they could literally radiate you through your own devices, and they have. Some people the turn their Wi-Fi off at night. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but they have to. You know, most they they have the power to do that through their cell towers or through satellite. Literally through your phone, turn your phone into a, a, a hot box where you know your phone emits an, an excessive amount of uh, radio radioactive uh, radiation. So just be careful. And, and even though we call ourselves targeted individuals, but we're not the only ones being attacked. Um, we just we just know we're being attacked. But there's a lot of people out there who are not in the targeted individual um, on the list, but they are still having to deal with a lot of these same situations. You know, it's part of eugenics. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even though they're not being followed and being stalked and everything. But they're still they're still being attacked. They're still being attacked through their own phone, they're through their own devices. We just been fortunate enough and I know we're we're being attacked and and, 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 and can acquire the knowledge to do something about it. But there are a lot of people that are still walking around out here don't have this knowledge and you know you know, if they don't get and it. And we're in, and we're all we're all breathing in those um, terrible chemtrails, so we're all breathing. I don't want to interrupt you, but you, you gave me the perfect cue, which I wanted to tell you guys. The chemtrails, I just found this out this morning. 
one of the effects of the electrosmog of like the EMF radiation in the microwaves, I forgot what levels, but I don't know, it weakens what's called a blood-brain barrier, if you guys heard of it. It's like prevents toxins from your bloodstream getting to your brain. It's a way to protect your brain, obviously. The chemtrails have, like now, particulates like aluminum, strontium, all the barium, all these poisons, uh, molds, fungi, blood cells, supposedly. And when you're when you use when you're surrounded by all this Wi-Fi, whatever the waves, the, uh, the you know I'm talking about the uh, frequencies. What it does is it weakens the permeability of the blood-brain barrier, making it more possible for these particulates like aluminum and all that to get into your brain. And it may be indicative, maybe like one of the causes of Alzheimer's or dementia, the aluminum, but it is letting all these poisons in your brain, all these frequencies, seriously. So they don't work together by coincidence, is what I'm trying to say. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just, you should be perfectly on that. So that's like, the, so you use your cell phone and it weakens your blood brain barrier and it helps make you sicker by like uh, allowing stuff in your brain. And it's, 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 it's terrifying, right? I was talking on the show last week. Uh, it is part of mind control, and it can cause all kinds of mental problems to all these things. They're hitting us from every angle, and it's, again, like Lamont said, it's not just targets. Everyone's under attack. They just don't realize it. They're just smug or arrogant. Like, the people have the cell phones glued to their head. And, like, these only the laptops are where they go. I'm going to start taking preventative measures. It's, it's insane. Okay, um, I wanted to, I, I, I um, failed to mention something that I was very important that I wanted to mention is that um, there are people who come to this call and have come for a long time that are um, concerned about the fact that uh, they feel that uh, medical information is going, uh, being passed along on this call without people really being qualified to give medical information. And I'm glad that they brought that to my attention because that is very important that we do not do that. Um, and when I catch it, I do say something about it, but I don't always catch it. So I want you guys to know that if people are saying you should take this and you should take that, then you need to do your own research. You need to check with your doctor because, to my knowledge, there are no medical doctors on this call. There are no therapists on this call. Um, it's peer support. We're all just kind of trying to support one another, so there are no licensed therapists. If there are, I don't know about it. Um, and I want to make that clear. So everyone has their own medical issues, their own medical history, and any medical information you hear on this call, including vitamins and supplements and those type of things, which many people take and they work for them, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And it's very important that you do your own research, you contact your doctor before trying anything because it could counter with, with some of the medications that you already take and you, you could um, have um, um, bad side effects. And so I just want to make that clear, and I'm really glad that they brought that to my attention because I, I, I give disclaimers when I, you know, when I hear it, but I don't always hear it because I think it was um, James last week had mentioned the um, colloidal silver, and he wanted to take that. And, and immediately that's just a red flag in my mind because I, I too, had tried colloidal silver, but I bought the colloidal silver before I did the research. So I sort of put the cart before the horse. 
once I got the colloidal silver and I took it a time or two, that's when I realized, you know what, I hadn't really researched this. So I looked it up online, and lo and behold, I found some people that had literally turned like a silver grayish blue. There were two different people. They showed their skin, and their skin was like this this silver blackish blue. And according to the article I read, it said that that was permanent, that there was no reversal for that skin condition that they had. And, I mean, it was like, if you guys know who that Blue Man group is, that, that musical group, that Blue Man group, that's what those people look like. And that's what their skin was permanent because they had taken that colloidal silver. And that could have been an extensive use of it. I don't remember reading how long they took it. They could have took it for 20 years, and maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But seeing those pictures, made me scared enough to say I don't want to take it at all because I don't want to take that risk because just because it took them two years to turn silver, it might turn me silver in a day. So me personally, I decided not to take it. The same with the monatomic gold. I think I I have been um, guilty of hearing some advice on some of these calls and not just mine but other calls too when people say, oh, that works for me, and so I try it. But I'm no longer going to do that. I'm going to do my research first because it was the same thing with the monatomic gold, and that was actually I heard that on the blog talk call. Um, but people were saying how that really gave them a positive effect, so I decided to try that. And then when I later did my research, I read that that's more of a psychic kind of thing, like that'll take you into these vivid dreams. And I don't want that. I don't need that. So. Again, I wasted my money <laughs> because I'm not going to take things that's going to take me to the extreme like that. That's just not my personality. I don't, I don't need that. I don't need extreme dreams. No, no, thank you. So do your research. You know, I don't know how to kind of stop that issue from happening because I don't think that it's right to censor people all the way to the point where they're not sharing information because I have gotten some valuable information from these calls and things that have worked for me. So I don't want to just say don't share any information, but I would say if you are a person that likes to share information, that's not a bad thing, but make sure that you are sharing valid information. Make sure you have done your own research and make sure you put the disclaimer out there that this has worked for you or that you have heard, but don't put it out there in a way that you are giving advice because really technically you could be liable if something happens to a person and you're giving, you know, you have given them advice. So, you know, just be really, really, really careful with that. Um, and, and no matter what anybody tells you, it's your responsibility to do your own research before you put that in your body, you know, and, and, and to check with, uh, with, with your doctor. Because you could have high blood pressure, you could have cancer, you could have, you know, you could be taking medication for whatever that just may not quite work out with what you're trying to take. Just because it works for me, it may not work for you. Because it works for you, it may not work for me. So, and I know that in this community, we're just kind of to the point of being desperate to find anything. I understand that because we want relief. You know, I understand that even for things like sleep, which, you know, there's a chronic sleep problem in this community, and people have shared information. I have shared information about um, uh, sleepy time tea because it, it worked for me. You know, that worked for me. But then I uh, mentioned that to someone else, 
and they said that they don't want um, any kind of sleep aids. So I think that that is a natural thing because it's a tea, and I'm big into teas because I like tea. But um, I shared that with someone else, and they said they don't want any kind of sleep aids, period. Now, that's something that I only use once or twice because I really don't have a sleep problem. I don't, you know, like many people in this community, they're sleep deprived. I've never, I I don't really have a sleep problem. In fact, my sleep gets induced. I need something for the reverse. But anyway, um, so sleep is not a problem of mine, but I know that I have uh, shared that with people when I hear people talk about they having a hard time sleeping because I personally think that using something like um, Sleepy Time Tea would be better than sleeping pills, which are addictive. So no matter what, what you hear me say or what you hear anybody else say, do your own research. I'm always talking about uh, meditation because I swear by it. it. It really, really, really works for me. Now, here's Scott talking about meditation a lot. It really, really works for him. But do your own research because there's 12 million thousand different types of meditation out there and I personally do not agree with all of them because some of them have a religious nature to them that is not Christian, and my religion is Christian, so I don't plan to do any of those other kinds. So when you hear me talk about meditation, it doesn't mean just pull up any meditation. It means do your own research. Find out which meditation works for you, or many people say they don't want to do meditation at all, and that's fine too. But the point is, whatever we share here just know that it, it, it should not be given in the way of medical advice if you are not a doctor. And even if you are a doctor, you're not these particular people's doctor and you don't know their medical history, so you should not share in the way of medical advice. Okay? And someone is mentioning water, which brings to my attention. And the same goes with water because the people I talked to were saying the same about the water, the uh, distilled water versus the, what is that other kind of water? Um, oh, let's see. It's escaping my mind distilled. right now. There's distilled water. What's the other water? Reverse osmosis distilled in spring. Those are the main ones. Okay. Reverse osmosis, spring water, distilled water. There's another one, though. Okay. So even when you're talking about water, if people are telling you this is the better water, that's the better water, do your own research because some of those waters are missing essential minerals from what I told. And so you have to do your research on your water because you don't want to be missing essential minerals because I was told that if you only drink, I think it was distilled water, um, might be mistaken, but I think I was told if you only drink distilled water, then you could literally die from that because you're not getting the minerals that you need. That's what it gets, I was actually gets. Well, I was just saying it gets your inorganic minerals in the body, bad ones, the calcification. And I'm no doctor, obviously. But, I mean, I've been drinking over a year. I'm fine. And I do supplement anyways, but my supplement diet's crappy, nutrient wise. But you got to do your own research. It's like we're all targets have a melatonin problem, even if you stigma, you probably have one. Especially for those with insomnia, that's because, you know, the frequencies drop us melatonin. But you want to make sure, obviously, you're not on some kind of medication that it won't work with. For example, like say people are in antidepressants, you don't have to take St. John's for to supplement, that's going to, like, decrease the effect. Not medication or potentiation, whatever the point is, we're all adults here. And, yeah, 
I probably said some stuff like off the cuff, but I mean, I like to think that I do my own research and like everyone can and like, you know, just it's like information you get from anywhere. You just got to see what works for you and be your own and doctor. That's exactly what I'm saying. And like you said, you do your own research. Um, I, for the most part, do my own research, but I have to admit, like I said, I bought the monatomic gold and I bought the collateral silver, and then I did the research after I bought them. So, you know, I can't honestly say that I have always done my research first. Sometimes I, if I hear three or four people say it works, I just assume it's going to work. So, But I'm not going to do that anymore. But I'm just saying, so everybody really doesn't do their research, especially if it's coming from a person that sounds like they have knowledge and that they've tried it themselves and that people trust. Um, but but still, and, and not, to, not only um, for the purposes of you don't know if it's going to work for you, this stuff gets costly. It does. It gets it gets expensive. I paid, I paid a little bit of money for those two things that I mentioned, and so that could have been money in my pocket. So just just do your research, okay? There's no doctors here, and I need to put that in my description because I already have uh, my description that there's no therapist here. I'm a Christian counselor, but that's different from a therapist. So um, do your own research, okay? Check with your doctor. You don't want to have a bad side effect from any kind of uh, vitamin, mineral, supplement, or medication. Because that, that could literally kill you if two medications uh, interact in the wrong way, okay? So do research. So thank you for those who brought that to my attention. I do appreciate it. Another thing that was brought to my attention is the misinformation that goes forth, at least these people feel, that there is misinformation that goes forth on this call um, via links to YouTube videos, via links to different articles or just the people feeling misinformation. Now, that's kind of hard to gauge sometimes because, and this is my opinion, because one person's truth may not be another person's truth. So it's sort of hard to say, you know, that's a lie because really if you think about it, with most things that we talk about, nobody can really, really prove it. Just about anybody you talk to will say that what they're saying is true. This has been my experience. I mean, you can get two opposing opinions, and both people will swear that what they're saying is the truth, but nobody can really, really, really prove it because you weren't there when it happened. So it's kind of that's kind of a hard thing. But um, And then there are some disinfo people sent to these calls. You know, we know that, too, just because of what we're dealing with here. There are people that intentionally spew, you know, misinformation. So the difference between misinformation and disinformation is you may honestly think that what you're sharing is the gospel truth. You may just really, really, really think that, but you don't realize that what what you're saying is not true, so you share it with other people with good intentions. You're really not trying to share any false information because you truly do believe it because you got it from who you consider to be a reliable source, a YouTube video that you consider to be a reliable source, uh, a news agency that you consider to be a reliable source or whatever. You got it from, I mean, you were really given honest information, but it just happened to not be true. This information 
is you know it's not true. You know it's not true, and you're sharing it, you know, to kind of corrupt other people's minds and their point of view. And if you're doing that, that's not right, you know. So I guess the way to combat that is to just, you know, do your own research again. Do your own research. Look for reliable sources. Um see how many people were talking about that same thing and have that point of view. I really don't know how you really find out what's 100% true. I, to be honest, I really don't know how you do it. Um, but I guess, you know, you're just going to have to uh, check different resources to just try to come up with your own truth. But please don't feel... Disinformation. Um, you know, verify your sources before you come here and share it, please. Because I don't know. I mean, I'm not the type of person that really wants to censor people. I'm not into censorship. I, that, that's not comfortable for me. I know there's a lot of talking calls, blog talks, and other calls where nobody talks except the host. That's not. That's not me. I, I really. My intent is to share. Somebody needs to mute their phone, please. I have, will have to mute everybody. Um, my intent for this call is to share the platform with everybody. I want everybody to, to talk and to share information. Okay, I'm going to have to mute everybody because somebody's um, in, uh, background is noisy. <laughs> All right, somebody's background was noisy. Um, but my intent is to share this platform with everybody so that we can all um, support one another and share and help each other through whatever we're going through. I'm, I just don't like to mute everybody. Like everybody's muted now because of the background noise. <laughs> I don't like to do that. I don't. So I, I don't know how um, how you stop people from sharing information, and I don't even think that's right because – that's one of the things they would love us to do is not to share information and not to share, um, like Lamont was sharing, shielding information. Well, you have to do your own research on the shielding to see if that works for you. He's just letting you know what he does and what his research has shown him, you know, but it's up to you. So you don't come back and say, well, that person told me to do this and I wasted my No, you have to do your own research, and that's what any information you get. Any information is going to have to resonate as true for you. That's, you know, that's where the vitamins, the supplements, the water, you know, whatever. Any kind of YouTube videos you get, uh, people have sent me videos, and I've watched one minute of them and decided this is not for me. You know, I don't have a problem saying that. When people ask, did you watch the video? I did, but that, that, that didn't resonate with me. And that has happened a lot where people have sent me information and I'll read two minutes of it because I'm, I'm real um, careful about what I allow in my mind. I just don't allow just anything into my, into my mind. I just don't. I never did, even before the targeting, because certain things, it doesn't resonate with me. Now, it may be true for you. That's another thing. Everybody's truth is different. It may be true for you. It may agree with your spirit. It may be, agree with your religion. But if it doesn't agree with me and my 
uh, morals and my values and my uh, religious beliefs, I don't allow it in. You can call that brainwash. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but I don't. That's just for me. So you have to decide, you know, what's going to work for you. Just because it's, it's, it's one person's truth don't mean it's your truth. It really doesn't. Because I've had people send me uh, terribly demonic stuff. I don't want to see that mess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I, I know enough about it because I know that uh, uh, the de- demonic realm is all up in this targeting that we're going through. It's very, very, very demonic. I know that. And so I know enough about that. I've done research on it. I know how they operate. I don't know everything about them and do not desire to know everything about them. But I know enough because you do have to know your enemy. And I do know that they are the enemy, these Satanists. They are the ones who's behind this. That's what I believe. And that's another thing. Not everybody believes that. So everybody's truth is different. That's my truth. I believe that Satanists are behind this whole um, targeting thing and all the other evils of this world. That's what I believe. Now, not everybody believes that. That's fine. That's why it's hard to me. It's hard when people say this is the truth because that's your truth. This is my truth. So the truth is whatever you make it. That's how I feel. I believe Satanists are behind this program, okay? But when people send me these Satanist videos, I might look at a little bit of it, but I'm not going to look at too much of that. I just don't want that in my mind. People send me things all the time about Christianity is the wrong religion. You should do this, Renata. You should try this, Renata. Here's the truth, Renata. Here's some real scriptures. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. No offense. I'm I'm set. I'm straight. I'm good with my beliefs. Now, some people say that's brainwashed. That's mind control. Okay. That's that's the way it is for me. I appreciate your concern for my soul. <laughs> I do. But please stop trying to recruit me because I'm 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 sticking with the Lord. Thank you very much. And I hope whoever you're with, and this is nothing personal because I get this kind of stuff all the time from different people. Whoever you're with and whatever truth you have found in religion, whoever you have made your God, then I respect that. I truly do. And I'm not trying to be funny. I respect that. But you're going to have to respect that this is what Renata's doing. So please stop trying to recruit me. Please. I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. Trust me. I'm good. This is what I, this is my beliefs, and that's yours. And that's okay. We can still be friends. I'm not one of those kinds. You're not my religion. We're not friends. No, I'm, no, that's not me. As long as you're not a Satanist. And if you're a Satanist, I, I, don't, I'm, I'm, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that unless you want to, you know, change that. But other than that, mm-hmm. but anybody, any other religion, we can be friends. That's fine. I have nothing against other religions, but don't try to recruit me. And I'm not going to try to recruit you. Now, if you come to this call, I'm going to talk about the Lord because that's what I do. But you came to this call. You came over here. You came to me. <laughs> so if I come to your call, then I expect to hear about whoever you're, you're serving. And that's okay. I don't have a problem with that. But look, everybody's truth is different, okay? But what I'm trying to say is verify everything. 
do your own research. Ask the Lord for discernment. Or your God, you know, however you do it in your religion. But in the Christian religion, there's a scripture that says, uh, try the spirit by the spirit. So the spirit in you should resonate with the spirit on that video, uh, on that phone, on that letter, or whatever, okay? It's called discernment. You should be able to discern what's right and what's wrong for you, okay? That's all I want to say. Star 8, if you'd like to speak, I'm not going to unmute everybody because somebody has a very noisy background that they refuse to um, mute themselves, and we don't want to hear their background. Hi, James. James, you press yeah. you know, Star yeah. 8. Hello. Um, yeah, hi. Uh, let me just go outside because there is noise. So I was just keeping it muted and listening. Um, and I did get on. I did have it make some noise, but um, so how's everybody got doing? Uh, well, I guess great. Everything is okay. Yeah, everything's okay. I was just saying that um, you know to try to keep down on the misinformation because people are um, concerned that there is misinformation going forth on this call, and that's definitely not my intent. I don't know how you combat it and how you stop it, but I'm just telling everyone to please check your sources before you give information to people. Oh, I always do, but I, you know, I would think people would know not to believe everything you read or and only part of everything you hear, um, or maybe the other way around. But um, yeah, everything's suspect. You have to pick and choose. Look where you get your stuff. You know, if somebody thinks my stuff is accurate, then um, you know they can put whatever kind of trust they want in that. But you have to just look where you get it because you you know there's there is inaccurate stuff all over, especially the mainstream media. So um, yeah, they're the worst. And let me tell you something. There are people out there intentionally trying to mislead you. Oh, yeah. And if you're a a nice person, a gullible person, you can easily be misled. I I really thank God for some of you because sometimes I can be misled pretty easy, and people have brought it to my attention. Now, this person was really saying this, or they was really saying that, and I'm like, really? I didn't catch it. Sometimes I don't catch things until it's 3 in the morning. <laughs> then I wake up like, oh, yeah, that's what that meant. Oh, you know, yeah, so I you, have, you have to be careful. Yeah, people are intentionally trying to mislead you. Did, uh, did anybody have a question about the things I put in the, in the chat room? A question about what? About things I put in the chat room? I don't see any. Are you in the chat room? Yeah, I don't see any. Oh, I, I put something in, just in there. One was a link to my tweets that I... Oh, you know, it's funny. I I wrote all these tweets, and there's people, lots of people on Twitter, and they don't retweet these things, and I've, I've you know, tweeted to the senator and the congressman, and they're favoriting them, but they're not retweeting them. And they're just sitting there, and I'm the only one saying it, and nobody else is saying, okay, yeah, here, I'll retweet it. They they just I don't know it's like herding cats. I hadn't even asked somebody to retweet, and I think they're the only ones that did. I had to ask them. 
I spent all my time working on those things. Yeah. And I, you know, I got, I've got 3,500 followers, but, you know, they don't, probably only a couple of them read my stuff, so, you know, if somebody retweets it, it's like saying, oh, here, I found this useful, I found this useful, but nobody, 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 and they're, they're, I see people tweeting all the time, and nobody's, Looking at anything, I, I'm always on there looking for stuff to. I'm looking for it to retweet because it, you know, it, it's the only way that it's going to get um, noticed, especially by the senators. If nobody, no, no TIs retweet, you know, that somebody got injured. Nobody, really. What are they thinking? Okay, that's all. Sorry. Okay, I just unmuted someone. Okay, thank you, James. Let me just read from the. Um on the chat room before you speak Washington. Okay, James, I'm going to put you on hold, please. Your background's a little noisy. Okay, um, Manasa in the chat room says, Renata, you do a great job on the call. Thank you. Um, I don't think you need to change anything. Nobody is forcing anyone to click on links or purchase supplements. That is true. Nobody is forcing anyone. That's a good point. Um, but, you know, I just needed to say that because someone brought it to my attention that you should because some people, you have to remember, some people may be new targets, and they really may believe everything that they hear, and um, that they hear on these calls, and that they see in the chat room. So, it is important to just put that disclaimer out there that you need to check for yourself. You do, if, especially if you're a new target. Do know that there are people sent to these calls to give misinformation and disinformation. So do your own research and 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 don't go by even the first um, article that you see. You know, research a little deeper. See if anybody else is talking about that stuff. You know, and just decide for yourself. Okay, Gary says even a doctor prescribing medication has no way to be sure it will work for a person without trying it and getting feedback from the person. That is true. That is true. Especially like uh, high blood pressure medications, they have to try several different medications until they find one that will work for you. That's a good point, Gary. Okay, I unmuted someone. Star 8 if you want to speak. I unmuted Washington. Did you have a comment? Hello, Washington. Is that Lonnie? I'm sorry, I had myself muted, so here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to say this. I don't get on your call until late, because I, the, and I'm still stopped by the side road. But there was just one point I wanted to make, and it's right in line with what you have just been saying. I love everything you said. I caught the last three or four minutes of it. But um, there has been so much alarmist um, rhetoric going on on the call, and it concerned me, and it especially did in the last week or so because um, here's this. I've had three instances in my targeting this week and part of last week that um, has to do with this, I guess it has to do with that Jade Hill thing. Now, I know that there are people who are really concerned about it and others who are not. Well, frankly, I had forgotten that uh, the 15th was coming on. I went to the library and right in front of me, with a guy with a um, camouflage vest on, 
one of those jungle Aussie looking hats, you know, kicked up to one side. He had a um uh, in his ear he had a he had an earbud that uh, had an antenna on it and he was posed just like a bird dog. You know how a bird dog poses and stops and, and freezes. Yeah. I thought, okay, so I drove into the parking place, I got the best parking place in, in the in the parking lot and there he was right in front of me, not looking at me, looking perpendicular to me. Frozen. I thought, what in the world is that guy? I mean, we don't have people who dress like that around here, much less that. So I thought, that's weird. And after I went into the library for a while and worked on the computer, he went and he was sitting down, simply working on his uh, computer. Well, that is his own computer, you know, in the middle of the library. And I thought, that was weird. Okay. Something else happened. And, and I had forgotten it was the 15th. And I thought, oh, yeah. I believe they're playing games with us. I really do. I believe a lot of this is intimidation, trying to get people to react and do something they would never do and that they shouldn't do. And some people who have been uh, hearing all this alarm and stuff really might uh, end up doing something wrong. The other two things, uh, two nights this week, my outer door has been bumped. And now a few months ago, someone bumped my door, one of my doors, and I have several doors at my house, uh, bumped one of them and got in for a while. And then left. Yeah, I was up, I reported it to police at that time. But this one's different. I have definitely barricaded it really well. So the other night, I went to bed, had just gotten in bed, and all of a sudden, this huge, loud bump. It's the kind of thing that law enforcement people know about it. And people who are trained, you know, to do that kind of thing can bump open the door, even a, a deadlock, you know, a yeah, deadbolt type door, they can bump it open. Uh, so that happened. And then last night, in the middle of the night, I got up, went to the bathroom, came back, laid back down, and there was a very loud bump. So what I think they're trying to do is to get us to react. And I, would just, I just wanted to make this point because i got to get moving here. I'm sitting on the side of the road. But I, I think it's really important for people to keep their cool right now during this time. Not panic. Don't do anything that is uh, out of your character, <laughs> you know. So that's all I wanted to say. And God bless everybody, and I appreciate everything you said earlier. Thank you, Lonnie. Thank you. Make sure you take care of your door, Lonnie. Oh, it's, it's in good shape. There all are. <laughs> now, I did that first time. Thank you. Good, good. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> bye, Lonnie. Join back in if you'd like. Jerome. Hello. Star eight if you'd like to speak. Jerome, go ahead. Hello. Yeah, hello. Are you are you talking to me or Yes, yes, go ahead. Yeah, just uh, just talking in general there, just uh just uh, just listening mostly but um yeah it's we we just uh, what was Scott was saying I, I don't know if he's still on the line there it's what we're doing is a good thing with the uh, with the uh, conference call about trying to build a community and a like a support network where you know just make a list where if something happens you can call the person or call a person that's available because it's invaluable just because of what I went through, I just know how well it works, and we, you know, we should keep moving forward with this. 
because it's you know we don't we don't have a lot of moral support. Especially you know we can just get into a situation where we just get into I don't know we just wind up in a kind of like a mental institution or or something like that or just getting problems with the cops or problems with security or something like that and no one will ever really know because of just the way they set things up they try to keep you isolated so um, keeping contact with uh, our, our fellow TIs is a fantastic idea just keep um, keep this thing solid because it's a really fantastic idea it worked for me like I said before it is it's, it's really important to have someone and you know for the people who say they're in total isolation. They don't have anybody to talk to. This is your opportunity to get hooked up, you know, with um, with people who will be there for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jerome. Welcome. Okay, anyone else want to say anything? Start a. I, I will unmute everybody because, like I said, I really don't like to have everybody unmute. But if you have a noisy background, can you? Please mute yourself. Here's my friend Gary. Hi, Gary. Hey, Renata. How you doing? Pretty good. I don't know that I have anything specific to say. I just want to say hi. I don't know, my sure. friend. What's been going on? How's everything been going for you? Oh, it's pretty good. Um, it's been interesting. I um. This kind of relates to James a little bit and uh, something he commented about. Uh, I know against all uh, recommendations, uh, I, <laughs> I, I've kind of been doing Facebook quite a bit mm-hmm. and uh, because I have friends and family and all that. I don't know. I, I, I feel a little bit like I've been called on to... Uh, Try to help open people's eyes uh, about some things, uh, especially in the Christian world. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you understand about there. Uh, and, and it hasn't been really all that successful. I'm not surprised, but I don't really care because I, I have this drive for it. Um, but something I noticed is people just not people just are not hanging together. They're not, they don't, they don't back up each other. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, my harassment has, is following me on Facebook or not. Probably as of this call, it will. <laughs> but um, I don't really care. But I have, I have noticed many times, like, I don't know how much you look at Facebook, people post these placards, I call them placards. They're like posters that have spangs on it and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them are like placard factories. And uh, it's interesting because sometimes I'll just innocently agree with uh, something someone's posted or I'll even share it because it's really good. And then all of a sudden I get challenged for not the poster doesn't get challenged for what he's put out there. I get challenged for commenting on it and saying, yes, people really need to know the real history or something like that. And all of a sudden, I get somebody saying, well, this isn't real history. I can't believe you said that. And then, So do you uh, think those are perps? Or do you think those I, are perps intentionally out there for you? 
that I don't know. I don't want to just jump on that and say, oh, yeah, I know that's what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's, it's possible. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that I think in many cases, it, 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 there are people that are at least there to shut down dissenting opinions about agendas that are out there. I think mm-hmm. they, wanted to, they want people, well, first of all, uh, I've kind of made it now, uh, not really super directly, but it's obvious if, you, if you've watched me long enough that, that uh, I am Christian, and I am, I'm embracing that. And I think they, that uh, I know some people, uh, they, they not only don't like it or appreciate it because they're secular, and it's, you know, that's fine. Uh, but, but the thing is, is there's many out there that just immediately jump to the conclusion that you're an airhead Christian and you don't really know how to defend your or stand up for yourself uh, for this particular thing you're agreeing with. So I have actually, uh, I'm not so bad with words, and uh, I'm a much better writer than I am a talker. And I have decided that, well, if you're not going to be challenged, I'm going to stand by what I believe, and I'm going to be respectful, but I'm going to use uh, cold, uh, straightforward logic as I can. <laughs> otherwise, it's just going to look like I'm giving up. Like somebody's challenged me, and I just cave, and that makes them right. And uh, But here's the thing. is The things that I have had to defend no one comes to my aid. And some of them um, have posted the same thing, but yet I'm left to just hang there by myself, and no one jumps in and says, well, I agree with Gary. Well, actually, one person did one time jump in. But the thing is, is the ones that are attacking, a lot of times I see them all rallying together against uh, people that I agree with, that I've had to go in and say. So this, this, as far as James is concerned, it's rampant. It's everywhere. People are not, unless there are groups of people that are there for the reason of trying to squelch dissent, and they're there. I, I can tell that. Um, you, you're, you're not going to get support. You're not, people won't even say, hey, thanks. Uh, I really appreciated that. I, I don't even understand sometimes the purpose of social media because it doesn't really, it's not a really, it's not a real valid connection. It's not, it's not real. Uh, it's just people just throwing out their opinions basically left and right and not really connecting and, and grouping and supporting each other. And maybe it's just because it is online. I don't know. It's, it's Frustrating. Have, have you experienced anything like that? I'm sorry, I was on mute. What was your question, right. Gary? Have you experienced anything like that? Wait a minute. I can't hear you. Uh-oh, you can't hear me? Your phone is a little muffled, or it could be me because I have the fan on. Okay, tell well, me your question. My phone is muffled. I've been trying to listen. Well, yo, yo, I'd like to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, oh, Miss Mar- Oh, excuse me, excuse me a minute. 
Yeah, all right. Hi, everybody. Look, I have a nun. Yeah, okay, about what he's talking about? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay, I can relate to that, okay, because I experienced that many times, okay, especially on um, forums and, you know, Internet forums and stuff like that, okay, is that, um, you know, um, um, nonsense says be raised. Okay, somebody say something, and you step, you step up for them, or you might raise something. Okay, and a lot of people, you know, agree with you, but they ain't saying anything. But it's strange how um, idiots and negative people get so much support. Am I, am I correct on in my assumption of what you're saying, um, Gary? Yeah, yes. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's part of it. It goes deeper than that. That's, yeah, that's yeah, and I think I think I mean we can say we can say that you know that um, you know uh, a lot of that um, goes along with the pro, um, program of uh, um, top being targeted and stuff like that. But I, like he said, it goes deeper than that. I think just people in society is just it's something happened throughout the society. Yeah, you know, I think okay, it's, it's, it's leading to where we are. Yeah, because um, because um, I don't know the, uh, I I I don't want to use or uh, go over the top and using descriptions, but let's say, um, righteous people or innocent people, okay, they just don't have no no will to them. They don't have no fight in them, no more. That's what it seems like, and they like to sit, sit on the sidelines. Well, uh, Gary, I, I may be a little bit off with this, but I think what you're describing is maybe, just maybe, not possibly, what may have gotten me targeted. Um, and that is everyone sitting around complaining about something is an issue for them. This was in the workplace for me. I spoke up about it. I got targeted for it in the long run, because I'm still targeted for it, I believe. Um but when they, when the supervisor came around to them, everyone said, no, don't have a problem, don't have a comment, but they really did. Mm-hmm. So oh. if that's the same thing you're describing, but it kind of is similar to me, where you it know, is people similar. have issues with things, but they won't speak up. And it's the same thing in the community. People won't speak up. I mean, they'll yeah. speak up on these calls, but where it matters to actually go out and do some sort of activism and things, people people won't speak up. But there's only a few people that will. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know if that's the same thing you're describing, but it kind of reminds me of why I think I got targeted. Because <laughs> everybody had an issue with something. We we would speak about it, you know, together, but then when it really mattered to speak about it, you know, to the superiors, no one had a comment. The right just kind yeah. of said that. You know, it seems like if it's it's an issue that is not an issue, it's just a no big deal or it's humorous. Everybody will jump on that and they've got things to say. But if it's something that's important, like maybe people come in and say, you know, I can't believe the world the way it is, and you know, the Democrats and the Republicans and blah 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 blah. I just don't understand any of it or whatever. And then you come in and kind of give them an answer because of things that we've learned uh, that they're, they don't even they don't make any comment whatsoever. They don't click on anything. Uh, but if then somebody right after you, and this, this really happened, 
uh, that somebody was was saying, oh, this person is such a great candidate. Well, I happen to know that they're they're not. They're in bed with the council on foreign relations. They're they would be the worst person for us to have any kind of leadership in this country. Uh, and I kind of told them and by showing them evidence that this is true, not just my opinion. And then nobody said anything for like two days. And then all of a sudden, someone posts a picture of that person uh, accidentally having their being caught with their finger up their nose in public. And they posted that right after mine. And then there was just all these people coming in and commenting. I mean, there must have been 15 comments about that. But but when I told and gave an example of real proof that this person is not aligned with the right people and the organizations, and it would be really bad, nobody says a thing. But figure up the nose, oh, I can't believe, oh, you know? And yeah, they want to, they want to chase after nonsense. Yeah, it was yeah. And that's a, that was a true example of something that happened. And Goodness, I, I, I kind of backed off for about three days, just kind of said, this world is yeah, that one throw you the crapper. Yeah. I think people are, people are afraid to cause waves. You know, they don't want to get on someone's bad side. And also, people do that what they call go along to get along. They just... Oh, yeah, right. You know, they just go with the majority. Mm -hmm. Oh, so when other people come in there and start commenting, it's okay for that. that? I wonder... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I wonder if people are afraid to, to say anything because they might get targeted worse or if they're afraid first they just are uh, apathetic um, I know. I don't know. Maybe you know I, the targeting is pretty rough on people. It does zap them. You know, it takes the stuff out of you. Well, I can tell you something. I, I have met um, in the last several months. I've met three or four people who have said that they were targeted from making comments in chat rooms or on social media. Well, you. Yeah, I, I was. Oh, is that how your targeting started, James, on social media? No, no, that's not how it started. I I think I was targeted ever since I worked at Martin Marietta, Lockheed Martin Marietta Energy Systems in uh, Piketon, Ohio. And I think they just kept it on the wraps because after I got started getting tortured, um, I, to have, uh, I realized that they were targeting my thumbs um, all the time. And then just before I, well, not just before, but it was sometime before I got tortured that I, re- that I had to have my thumb joints replaced. And um, you see now that that's kind of a coincidence because now they attack my thumbs all the time. So I think they, you know, blew out my thumbs before I was targeted with the torture. But, but I was still getting access and you know, in secret. So they can do this stuff in secret. I think I missed the question, though. Did I? 
No, yeah, no, I was just saying that I, I have uh, met several people lately who said they have been, uh, that they were targeted as a result of oh. making comments, of, of sharing yeah, their opinions I... on certain things on social media. So I'm thinking that maybe what Gary is describing is maybe people are afraid to, uh, to comment on certain yeah. things. Uh, sensitive issues because they think that it may get them targeted. Well, you well, know, the handlers listen to everything you say. Like I said before, okay, I think I said it before, is that, okay, there's two types of people in that in that type of position. Okay, um, when they get hit, okay, there's some people that get scared and some people get mad. I'm the type of person that gets mad. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't just do it no matter what. They're, they're not going to stop me. Well, and I don't even consider anything that happens to me for anything. You know, I don't accept yeah. what they're doing at all. Yeah. I don't do anything like that. Okay, I just unmuted someone. Did you have a comment? Uh, I don't even know if that can be heard. Am I here? Am I being heard? Or we yeah. can hear you. Because uh, what I was going to say is that it's, um, it seems like a simple thing to stand up and, like, uh, do the right thing, but it's not, it takes it takes a lot of courage. Um, yeah, can I read something? Is it possible? Go ahead. Sure. Why not? I hope it doesn't offend anyone. It's from Mar- Martin Luther uh, King, and it goes like this. Let me get my bifocals on here. It's, uh... Says the ultimate the ultimate measure of a person is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and con- controversy. So you know it's um, everyone wants wants things to change, but not everyone has the character to stand up and really fight the good fight. You know, a lot of people know, you know a lot of people know that change requires energy and. Uh, you know, you just can't put halfway. You once you commit to something, you stick away. So I think a lot of people they just don't want to be bothered. They don't. They, you know, some people. You know, some people will protest and get a hit over the head with a with a with a baton, and some people just sit at home and just watch it, and just uh, hope that these people can change without their help. You know, that's what that's what it comes down to. Where you know you just have to move forward and just and just get it done. It's not everyone can do it because not everyone has the energy or the courage to do it. So I, I keep hearing people say that uh, maybe these people who were called upon to do this. Who knows? You know, it could be like a higher calling. Who knows? Not everyone has the kind of spirit and the charisma to get this done. I think. Mm-hmm. Hey, Renata, can I say something? Yes. Oh, hey, how you doing? Hi, this is uh, Donald. Hey, Donald, I didn't know you were on the call today. Welcome, how are you? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm in there, so I say, you know. Yeah, and, so right ahead, make your comment. No yeah, yeah I, just, I just wanted to throw in um, about, the, about the whole coming out and saying something. And in my situation, it, it, it can't get any worse. I mean, if those of you who don't know, I, I worked around the president. And I was being targeted while I was working around the president. So you know, with me, the moment I say anything, I have a helicopter pulling over me. And the more I talk to people, like 
the fact that I'm mentioning this to you all now, I'm probably going to have a helicopter pull over me soon. So, but I'm actually, you know, trying to do an awareness so people can know my story. And I, I already know once I try to get the story out, the more I, the more I tell people, the worse it's going to get. And it took me a while to even come out with this, you know, because I knew it was going to get worse and worse. But it's just something that I have to do. And, and, I, and, I, and well, why couldn't the government? Why couldn't the government protect you? If you're on, you know, I mean, do they want? They must have wanted that to happen. Well, obviously right. they have them in a program, so they're not going to protect them. Um, Donald, before before I forget, um, can you send me an email? Do you have my email address? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you um, if I can get your your email. Yes, um, please, because someone sent something um, that they want you to have. They sent me something to forward to you, but I need your email address. So um, mine okay. is r r e m u two at hotmail dot com. Okay, can you repeat that one one more time? Yes, r like Renata e m Murray u and the number two at hotmail. I am too. Let me go ahead and get us something to eat. What do you want? Okay. Okay. Mute, mute yourself, please. If your background is noisy, please okay. mute yourself. Okay. So send, send me that, and then I'll forward uh, you. I'm going to do pork chops later today, anyway. So I'll go out and get up, make us something good. Okay. Let me. I'm going to have to mute everybody because uh, uh, Can you mute your background, please? Uh, they have the audacity, but can't buy it. Of course, Mexican food, but I won't buy it. No. All right. I'm going to have to um, mute everybody. So. And I'll, I'll unmute you in just a second, Bonnie. Uh, they wish it was like Michigan. All right. Sorry. Had to mute everybody because someone won't mute themselves. Okay, Donald, uh, go ahead and finish what you were saying. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that, Um. you know, um, when I first found out about me being targeted, I was just going to say, you know, um, it says in order to, you know, tell your story or come out with it, you're going to have to come out of your comfort zone. And, and Renata, you know, you and I talked about this before, about, you know, even if, if you're a passive person or you just don't speak out, you're going to have to try to change that. You're going to have to come out of that way that you were and try to tell your story. And um, the guy earlier, he mentioned about all of us, we have to tell our story and, Come out of come out of that comfort zone, out of that passiveness, because I know I'm I'm that way, and that's probably you know, you know, Renata. We talked about this when they picked us, they did their homework on us, and they picked the people who they knew that weren't going to be able to try to fight, or probably weren't going to fight back too much. So they knew what they were doing. So mm-hmm. you got to come out of, out of that comfort zone and, and show them that other side. You know, not a, you know come up you know use that other side, but use it in a positive way, and you know spreading the word and I'm in a in a position now where they're really after me but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna do it. I don't care, you know. So um yeah I just wanted to throw that out to everyone. And you know, um to your point, fear is the uh the strongest operating factor here with this targeting and actually throughout the whole world. And that's uh, a, a big part of why people are keeping quiet. But you have to overcome that fear if if we want things to change. You know, we have to take that risk and just ask God to protect us. 
and 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 move on because as long as they can keep us in fear, like you said, they you know they threaten you with these helicopters. You know they threaten all of us with something different. But there are a few of us who are just brave enough to say, you know what, whatever. I have a story to tell. I'm going to tell it because for me, I'm I'm not going to die without telling my story in my own way because we see what happens to the targets who do hit the news. Their story does not get told as these people were being tortured every day. These people were being targeted. The government was doing this to these people. They were being followed. They were being harassed. They were being hit with directed energy weapons. That does not come out. It always comes out that they were mentally ill. So you either let them tell your story or you tell it yourself. That's how I look at it and try to help someone in the process. That's how I look at it. I agree 100%. And, yeah, it's, it's it's a risk. You know, it is. I'm not going to lie about that part because it is. But that's just the risk that some people are willing to take, the brave are willing to take. And if you're not brave, that's okay. I've been there too. But uh, hopefully, you know, people will get to that, that place where they're not, um, you know, afraid to speak up. They want us to be quiet. They want us to be silent. They want us to suffer in silence. Just just lay down and let us torture you and don't say a word about it. Mm-mm. Not doing that no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and like Jerome, I believe his name was Jerome, he mentioned earlier that um, you know, evil is not going to is not going to prevail. You know, it's you know, it looks like it. Like they're they're winning now, but it's in the long term, it's you know not going to prevail. I think he's right when he says that. So and I think gotta... they know that, and I think that makes them nervous, and so they get they 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 take desperate measures to keep people quiet. Right. Yeah. Yep. I think they know that, and I I do believe that there are uh, uh, people that were sent here to bear the light and that we are light bearers in all of this darkness, and that's exactly what we have to do. We have to let our light shine. Like that, that song used to go in uh, preschool, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> you have to let it shine. You know, you have to bear the light. You have to tell the truth. Truth is light. And truth, as the Bible says, is going to set us free. It's going to make us free. You know, we have to tell it. That's that's just how I see it. It, it. The truth has to be told. Why should we just allow the darkness to prevail? Mm-mm, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that. These people are doing a horrible thing to us. And this is just one of the horrible things they're doing. They're doing many evils in this world. And they should all be exposed. And just think, and just think about it. If all of us all around the country come out with our stories and keep putting it out on Facebook, people are going to start thinking, "Why is this topic coming coming out so much around the country so much?" And it's just you know, just think if all of us all around the country would put this out and not be scared, and just think, people are going to start thinking, and it's going to start hitting people, and you know, but it's going to take it's going to take all of us. You know, coming out, coming out of that shell. You know. Mhm. That's true. I always think about the Occupy movement because the Occupy movement was very strong here in Oakland, and uh, I think that was 2011 or 12. It was really strong, 
and there were thousands of people. And I couldn't help but think, what if all these were TIs, you know, that were out here just standing up for themselves like these people are? I mean, people didn't care. They were getting flash grenades thrown at them and everything. They didn't care. They were standing for what they believed in. And I just I couldn't help but to think like what if what if what if we do that? What if we take a stance like that? Someone would have to stick a microphone in our face and say, Well, who are you? What 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 is this what 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 are you guys out here for? You know? But we won't do it. I don't I don't get it. I personally don't get it. Hopefully people can and change that. Change that song. So how how was your targeting last week, Donald? Uh, mine was um, it was you know still pretty pretty intense because like I said, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm working with another TI and we're trying to get um get an awareness thing going here in Chicago um, for my story, and so you know mm-hmm. they know they know what I'm doing, so you know they're on me. But you know, it's, it's something I believe I have to do, um, and it's not, and it's, it's not for me. I believe my story can help 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 us all, because it's gonna put, you know, what's going on out there in some type of way. So I'm doing my part. I'm, <laughs> that's what I say. I'm doing my part, and you know. And like I said last week, you never know. You may encourage some other um, White House employees to come forward when they see how brave you've been. You know, you never know. Like I was telling you about that farmer. Took one 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 little farmer and he's a senior citizen. When he stood up, all those farmers start standing up against those um corporate giants. And they've made progress. So you never know how God's using you, you know, so I commend you and I, I wish the best for you. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So other than that, you know, it's been intense, but I'm, you know, hanging in there and um, keeping it, keeping it going, still living, you know. Good, good for you. Good for you. Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about really quickly. I wanted to talk about um, burnout because it, it's easy. It's so easy to burn out when you're dealing with all of this stress and all these people harassing you and all these people following you and all these people at work and all these people at church and all these people at the store and can't sleep and uh, getting burned on your body and pains on your body and directed energy. and it, It can just be overwhelming. It can just be overwhelming. That's just real. Because we're all human and we all have a threshold, all of our thresholds are different, but at some point, you really can get to burn out and you can get to burn out quick dealing with this stuff, especially if you're not the type of person that is doing anything because I truly think that it takes a daily maintenance for me. It takes a daily maintenance uh, for me, as you know, with the meditation, the prayer, and those things that I do, try to walk and that kind of stuff. But some people do nothing. They don't They do not do anything to take care of themselves. And um, I think that you can probably reach burnout a little bit faster if you're not doing anything. So I encourage everyone to, to, you know, research and figure out what you can do to help yourself through this mentally because they're attacking your mind. That's what they're after. They're after your mind. Because the person has their mind, they have you. And they have all these um, 
military weapons and military tactics and all this stuff coming against, you know, one person. So it's hard to stand up against this stuff, especially. But but there are things. There are things in nature that can help us to stand up against this stuff. But you have to research it and figure that stuff out for yourself. Um, But when you get to that point of burnout, you just kind of feel like you just can't go on another day. And it's easy to reach that point. And when you reach that point, some people will feel suicidal, um, will take other drastic measures, and that's not what we want to do. We don't want to do that. So I found this article that I want to read some of it. It's a, it's a long article, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but I just want to give some ideas on um, some things that we can do. And this is on psychology today. I will put the link in the chat room in a moment. Okay, the telltale signs of burnout. Burnout is one of those road hazards in life uh, in life that high achievers really should be keeping a close eye out for. But sadly, often because of their I-can-do-everything personality, they rarely see it coming because high achievers are often so passionate about what they do, they tend to ignore the fact that they're working exceptionally long hours. So this is basically talking about working people, but in our case, it's a little bit different. Um, taking on exceedingly heavy workloads and putting enormous pressure on themselves to excel, all of which make them ripe for burnout. Now, I will say this. Even though this is referring to working people and a lot of targets do work, um, but you can kind of stretch yourself thin even with, like, doing research and things towards this targeting. You can really stretch yourself thin. I know I can. I know I have. Really, really, really. I'm like always doing something. And um, and so you have to kind of keep that in check so that you don't burn out. Okay, what is burnout? Burnout is a state of chronic stress that leads to physical and emotional exhaustion, cynicism, and detachment, feeling of ineffectiveness and lack of accomplishment. Let me scroll down. When in the throes of a full-fledged burnout, you are no longer able to function effectively on a personal or professional level. So you can't even function right because you're just tired. You're just stressed out. You just can't even function. I I don't know if everybody's been there, but I would assume most PIs have been to that point where you you just feel like you can't even do it anymore. Okay, however, burnout doesn't happen suddenly. You don't wake up one morning and all of a sudden have burnout. Is nature is much more insidious, creeping up on us over time like a slow leak, which makes it much harder to recognize. Still, our bodies and minds do give us warnings, and if you know what to look for, you can recognize it before it's too late. Okay, so some of the signs. Um, each of these three areas described above is characterized by certain signs and symptoms, although there is overlap in some areas. These signs and symptoms exist along a continuum. In other words, the difference between stress and burnout is a matter of degree, which means that the earlier you recognize the signs, the better able you will be to avoid burnout. Signs of physical and emotional exhaustion. Chronic fatigue, so you're just always tired, just always, always tired. 
In the early stages, you may feel a lack of energy and feel tired most days. In the latter stages, you feel physically and emotionally exhausted, drained, and depleted, and you may feel a sense of dread for what lies ahead on any given day. So you just dreading just getting up in the morning because you don't know what today um, has in store for you. And that is very common in this community. Insomnia. In the early stages, you may have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep one or two nights a week. In the latter stages, insomnia may turn into a persistent nightly ordeal. As exhausted as you are, you can't sleep. So for this community, you may think that it's the directed energy keeping you up, but you may just be burnt out. Okay? Forgetfulness, impaired concentration and attention, lack of focus and mild forgetfulness are early signs. Later, the problems may get to the point where you can't get your work done and everything begins to pile up. Physical symptoms. Physical symptoms may include chest pain, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, gastrointestinal pain, dizziness, fainting, and or headache all of which should be medically addressed. Increased illness. Because your body is depleted, your immune system becomes weakened, making you more vulnerable to infections, colds, flu, and other immune-related medical problems. Loss of appetite. In the early stages, you may not feel hungry and may skip a few meals. In the latter stages, you you may lose your appetite altogether and begin to lose a significant amount of weight. Anxiety. Early on, you may experience mild symptoms of tension, worry, and edginess. As you move closer to burnout, the anxiety may become so serious that it interferes in your ability to work productively and may cause problems in your personal life. Depression. In the early stages, you may feel mildly sad, occasionally hopeless, and you may experience feelings of guilt and worthlessness as a result. As it's worse, uh, at its worst, you may feel trapped, severely depressed, and think the world will be better off without you. Uh-uh, don't never feel like that. Anger. At first, this may present as interpersonal tension and irritability. In the latter stages, this may turn into angry outbursts and serious arguments at home and in the workplace. If anger gets to the point where it turns to thoughts or acts of violence towards family or coworkers, seek immediate professional assistance. Please don't do anything that you will later regret or that you will hurt innocent people because most of the people who have died, you know, with these uh, mass killings, these people had nothing to do with whatever, you know, the person's issue was. So never result to violence, you guys, period. Don't. Mm-mm. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt others. Don't do anything drastic. Loss of enjoyment. At first, loss of enjoyment may seem very mild, such as not wanting to go to work or being eager to leave. Without intervention, loss of enjoyment may extend to all areas of your life, including the time you spend with family and friends. At work, you may try to avoid projects and figure out ways to escape work altogether. 
Now, my thoughts on this enjoyment thing is if you, you know, are to the point where you just don't enjoy life, you don't enjoy your family, you don't enjoy your friends, you know, create some enjoyment. I know it's easier said than done, but try. Just try to create. I, I do believe we can create our reality. It may not be exactly the way we want it, but we can get pretty close, you know. Yeah, they they definitely do things to throw monkey wrenches in the program. We We get it. But it doesn't mean that you should not try to find some enjoyment in life, because you should. Pessimism. At first, this may present itself as negative self-talk or moving from a half half full to a half uh, empty attitude. Okay, so you know that whole thing, you have a half a glass of water, is it half full, half empty? You know, it's all perspective. Um, isolation. The early stages, this may seem like mild resistance to socializing, i.e., not wanting to go out to lunch, closing your door occasionally to keep others out. In the later stages, you may become angry when someone speaks to you, or you may come in early or leave late to avoid interaction. Okay. I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm going to put the link in the chat room. But here's the bottom line. Um, try to avoid getting to that burnout stage. And as this article said, there are signs that you are getting there. You just don't wake up one day burnt out. Okay, you can go on. These people want to make you think that you cannot go on. But, you know, you have to find ways and find reasons to want to go on. There are reasons, you know, and there are ways if you look for those ways. You still have a life to live. You still have people that depend on you for some people. Some people have children that depend on them, you know, their spouse, their mother, you know, maybe an elderly parent. You want to be there for those people, okay? So you have to take care of yourself so that you can be there to take care of them. You know, if you feel that sense of detachment, then you need to find ways to attach yourself to other people. Like Scott was saying earlier, they're trying to put together um, um, something where people can be in contact with other people because we do, we need contact, believe it or not. And I'm the loner type, but we do need interaction with other people. That's just reality. That's the way humans are made. So try to link up with other people. So when you do have those low moments, which we all have, especially dealing with this, we're going to have those low moments. When you have those moments, you need to be able to call someone. You know, and don't be shy about that because everybody has come to that point, I believe, especially dealing with this targeting where you just you just feel like I just don't even want to deal with this anymore. You know, but you're here for a reason. So find that reason, walk in your purpose, you know, and just just be in it for the long haul. We I mean, just make the best of a bad situation is all I can really tell you. So this article here, I'm going to go over to this other Psychology Today article because it's talking about refueling your energy um, strategies to reduce stress and to avoid burnout. Okay, don't ignore basic maintenance. 
In the game of life, there are a few basic rules you must follow if you want to survive. One, of course, as in any game, you can bend the rules, cheat a little bit. But in the end, whether you like it or not, if you want to live, you have to find a way to work these things out in your life. Rule number one, you have to sleep. Okay, we briefly talked about sleep today. Talk with your doctor if you're having problems sleeping. Um, do your research. As I said, for me, I have used Sleepy Time Tea that you can get at the grocery store. I have used that, and it works for me. But you need to check with your doctor to see if that will work for you. And there are other things that you can research if you need to get sleep. Sleep is very important. And the lack of sleep is very important to these people who want to mind control people because you can get to the delirious stage when you're not getting any sleep. You really can. That sleep deprivation is serious if it goes on too long. So you need to find ways to sleep. Even if you, you know, if you're not sleeping at night, try to sleep in the day, you know, try to get your sleep. So definitely talk to your doctor if you're having an issue with sleep. Maybe they can suggest something for you. Rule number two, you have to eat. Okay, so you want to eat a healthy diet. Now, that's, that's where I'm slacking right there. I have to make sure I eat better than what I do. Uh, rule number three, you have to drink. Okay, drink plenty of water. Choose the type of water that's best for you. I mainly drink regular tap water. That's what I mainly drink. I know it's not the best, um, or bottled water. Okay, um, and the article says, of course, breathing is in there too. But if if you're that far gone, you're probably not reading this blog. <laughs> That's what it says. Um, the problem is that high-octane women, this is going way on another subject here. Let me skip that. Okay, then it goes down and says, just say no. If you're like most high achievers, you're probably used to doing everything you're asked to do and doing it well. But each time you add a new commitment or responsibility to your plate, you're adding stress to your life. So try something new. Resist the urge and just say no. Now, that might seem simple, but that's something I had to learn to say no because I was one of those yes people, very accommodating. I always try to accommodate people, and I'm still that way. That's kind of my nature. But I'm learning to pull back that, you know, one person can only do so much. And you really um, should not feel bad if you make the decision to say no because you don't want to overload yourself. And just being a yes person like I have been in the past, it will stress you out. It really will. It will. So learn to say no. It's okay. It's, it does not make you a bad person if you need to say, no, I can't do that right now or, no, I don't have it, you know, or people are constantly trying to borrow money or other things. Sometimes you have to say no. And if they're mad at you for that or they don't like you for that, then you probably don't need those people in your life anyway. Okay, so say no if that's what you need to do. Exercise. Exercise is a great stress reducer, and even if you can't find time to complete an exercise routine, you can still incorporate exercise into your daily routine. How? 
take a brisk 10-minute walk during your lunch hour, and that's what I do. Uh, and, yes, I, I definitely deal with the stalking while I'm out there walking. But, you know, for me, it's a choice of staying in the building, which is what they want me to do because they do everything to try to get me from one outside. Um, so staying in there and um, allowing them to further psychologically harass me or going outside and dealing with the person. I choose to go outside and deal with the person. That's the lesser of the two evils for me because at least I am exercising. And I'm getting those endorphins going. Those endorphins release stress and make you feel better. Okay. And article says, want something a bit more creative? Keep lightweight dumbbells in the passenger seat of your car. And when you're stuck in traffic or at a stop or a traffic light, do a quick arm workout while you're waiting. If you work at a desk, try rolling your wrists, your ankles, your neck, and your shoulders while you're sitting there, or stretch your muscles by turning your torso from side to side, okay? So just be creative on exercise. You can do sit-ups, you can do jumping jacks, you can do all that right from your own home. You know, go in your backyard, do something, but you really should be getting exercise. All of us should. Um, And even if you are uh, limited in your ability to do things, uh, there, there is, some things that 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 you can do because I've seen on uh, television where they have people who are um, disabled and they they even do like chair exercises or exercises from a wheelchair. So uh, you know, check around the internet for things that you can do. Bring in the positive and throw out the negative. Positive people have a lot of energy, and their energy and enthusiasm tend to lift the spirits of those around them. Negative people tend to have the opposite effect. They drag you down. So a great way to reduce stress in your life is to hang out with as many positive people and move out as many negative people. Now, I, I have to agree with that because uh, the, those uh, energy zapper type of people, you don't want them around you too much. I mean, if you have to deal with them, you deal with them and, you know, make that as limited as possible. I know some people like that, and I had to just cut them off because, like, we're already dealing with enough to have to just deal with that whole negative energy. I don't know if you guys really know about energy. I'm sure some people do, but energy for me is real. Like, I can really pick up all that neg- negativity, and I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels. I don't. So I try to move away from those type of people. Okay, of course, the tried and true ways to manage stress include guided imagery, progressive muscle relaxation, deep breathing exercises, reframing negative thoughts into positive meditation, excuse me, reframing negative thoughts into positive thoughts, meditation, yoga, warm baths, and massage. Now, you already know how I feel about the meditation. It works for me. Works for me. Um, but if you're like many high-octane women, and this article is geared towards women, traditional stress management strategies may not be your cup of tea, and that's okay. No one other than you should be defining what is relaxing. You need to find what works for you, and sometimes that requires thinking outside of the box. Okay? The most important thing to remember is that while there are many ways to reduce stress, some are mentioned here, many others are not, um, the key to effective stress management 
is rarely some seven-day or 30-day program that tells you what to do to relax. The key is discovering your own program, one that works for you and your lifestyle and making the commitment to incorporate it into your life. Okay, so you have to find what works for you. But the whole key is to me is to try to do something because you definitely do not want to burn out. You have um, a lot of things that you need to do in your life. Even with the targeting going on, there are still things that you must do. You must you must function. You still have to function. So you're going to have to find ways to function and to coexist with this stuff going on in your life. You still have bills to pay. Um, you, you may work. Uh, you may have a child you have to take care of. As I said, you may have uh, elderly relatives. I know there are several TIs that take care of their elderly parents. You know, you still have to find a way to 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 uh, manage the targeting that you're going through, but also manage your life. It's almost like a work-life balance. You know, you have to be able to do them both. You do. And um, one of the main things you're going to have to do is take care of yourself and make sure you find some time to relax. Relaxation is very important, very important. And as we were saying earlier in the call, it's a shame that when we think about um, conversations and, 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 and talking to other people that all we can think about is targeting. So we have to find a way to kind of move away from that a little bit and bring other aspects into our life, some things that we used to enjoy. And if you're having a hard time remembering the things you used to enjoy, maybe you can look at pictures or talk to family members because that's one of these people's goals is to erase your good memories and replace them with everything about them, every conversation, every thought, every dream, every everything about them. And that's not what we want. We have to get back to who we are. And we've got to find ways to relax so that we don't burn ourselves out. Because burnout is real. When you get to that point, you know, unfortunately some bad things can happen and you don't want that to happen. Okay, and I'm going to put those links in the chat room. That's it for that. That was from Psychology Today, if I didn't mention it. Elvira, is that you? Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? Not good, Renata. Uh-oh, what's going on? She sprayed me so bad. And I'm really sick right now. And there's no way I can go to the hospital because they're just going to treat me like they always treat me. And they've taken away my medications and everything, so I have nothing but over-the-counter stuff to try to, you know, try to make myself better, and it's not working. So really, I just don't know what's going to happen now. I just know my body is just acting up, and from the spraying, and and that's all I know. And so I'm just letting my voice be heard in case it's the last time you hear my voice, because it's bad. And is anyone there with you, Alphira? Is anyone there with you? No. No? And it's what was injected. No, what was injected into my body, in my left fallopian tube and in my intestines. They had to give me 
band-aid surgery to get it out of my intestines. You know? And I mean, it sprayed me so bad. I felt like it was standing over me. They get people to come in the house and do it to me, too. And now all of a sudden, the guy, he's never here now, but when he first got here, he was here. Every day, like he didn't have friends or nothing. His name is Michael Gates. And I know he's the one who sprayed me. I mean, he really, I mean, he piled it on me. I can feel it all on my brain. Did you see him spraying you? I know he's doing it. Because there was a girl here before him, and I asked her, I I told her, I confronted her. So she asked me, why don't I take bleach? Because she was spraying it under the door. Mm -hmm. Why don't I take bleach and wipe it away? And why don't I come out of the room and stuff like that, she was asking. So after she left, he came. And sometimes he feels worse for me and sometimes he don't. He hadn't sprayed me in four days. But when he did it this time, he really loaded it on me. So Does he live there? Does that guy Yeah. Live he lives here, but I think he was placed here by looking at his skin. You know, looking at his hair, you know, he go get his hair cut every week. It's just weird. And then who's behind this is the Channel 10 news reporter, he was the one who had that policeman. I kept wondering, how is it that this thing can follow me no matter where I go? No way Matt could do this to me. Matt was the one, he was with Free Republic. He wanted me to start protesting with them and get away from the Democratic Party. He said they were bad. And he wanted me to get away from them and so when you saw me at the Clinton fundraiser, I just couldn't let my mind think it was Michael Putney. But I should have known because when I also, in 2003, the gays gave me a humanitarian award. And I was to accept it at the Hilton in Hollywood. So when I went to the Hilton in Hollywood and got up on the stage, they cut the camera off me. I wasn't, I was trying not to think. Because I was doing so much, you know, going into the poor neighborhood, mm-hmm. going from 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 Miami to D.C., <laughs> all that kind of stuff like that. And then what really did it was I was with this group of black scholars trying to help them. They're talking about bringing the black race together. And so this particular function, I didn't know, I didn't realize it was being uh, televised. Mm -hmm. So I got up to the mic. I didn't even know I was going to say what I said, but I said it. I told them that they reminded me of sheep and wool clothing. Mm -hmm. I was talking to the Savara, keep talking, but I need to hang up and call back because my phone's going to hang up. But you keep talking. Go ahead. Everybody's listening. Okay. So I went up to the mic. You know, Attorney Williams told me to come up to the mic. I walked up to the mic and I said, you know, you all remind me of nothing more than sheep and wool clothing. And everybody looked at each other. And that's all I remember. And then leaving, 
But then, when, like I said, when I went to get the award, how they treated me there. And then my mind kept trying to tell me it was Michael Putney, but I just couldn't accept that. And when I was at the Clinton fundraiser and uh, the police, when I was talking to a police officer, when another one jumped between us, and said, as they moving, I mean moving, he grabbed me and he messed up my neck. He beat me up, threw me in jail. And I used to wear political buttons all over my T-shirt. So while I was in jail, they was asking, they was waiting to, to put me in behind the bars, I guess. But, you know, I never, that never happened to me before. What were you in jail for, Larry? I must have missed that part. I just called back in. What were you in jail for? Well, I was standing talking to a police officer. Trying, I was going to get in the go, go in the Clinton fundraiser. A friend of mine yeah. wanted me wanted to go, and really he was setting me up. I'm just realizing all that now uh, because I'm in the area. I'm living in the area now where all this started at, and by me living here, I just had plenty of time to think. So I put two and two together. And who I was trying to believe didn't do this to me, did do it to me. It was the reporter from Channel 10. He, when he sent the policeman to beat me up and throw me in jail. I was talking to an officer. You know, he didn't know what was going on. So the officer jumped in between us and he said, I said, move, and I mean move. Then he snatched me, he grabbed me, and he turned me around, and he pushed me up by my neck. And I fell across the car. Then he dragged me around the streets, around the corner to the police department with the handcuffs on me. So when I got there, somebody had called one of the police officers and asked him to read the buttons on my shirt to him. The thing about all that putting two and two together, and they, I stayed in jail overnight. Next morning, the judge told me, get out of my courtroom. The fat lady has seen, but the fat lady has not seen to this day. So it's him, it's the reporter that's doing this to me. He stopped me from getting my humanitarian, well, I got the award, but he didn't do it the way they planned. And then he had me evicted from my apartment, which this, to this day, the building still has $1,200 of my money. So it was an illegal eviction all the way around. Then Mr. Murray from the county put me in a hotel to extend stay of America for two months with legal aid as my attorney. They stopped, he stopped legal aid, and then at the time, because of my illness, I was living under the hood. And I was protesting over the mold, the toxic mold and stuff. And so he got to to uh, the heads of hood, uh George Castro and Mr. Gilmore. And mm-hmm. even they was cheering. So I'm going, what is this? Then I went to Georgia, followed me to Georgia. The kid had me kidnapped, put in Rome, Georgia, from Atlanta. Hospital, Wellstar, whatever it's called. They had me sent. They held me from 1 a.m. to 1 p.m. Wouldn't give me any medication. Luckily, I had some my own medication on me. And they held me there until 1 a.m. in the morning. They sent me to Rome, Georgia. There they played war tapes on me. 
and I was on the death list. They tried to freeze me to death. It's just all kind of things happened to me, so now I know who did it to me, and, and I, I, the last couple of days I was just scared for some reason, really, really scared, but I'm not scared. It's just that a man like that, nobody's going to listen, and they, but they ain't going to listen because they already know who's doing this to me. And I'm just treated like, even by my own children, my grandchildren, and I don't I haven't gotten a chance to see or touch or feel my great-grandchildren. So it's just, it's just I don't know. I, I don't know how to take what's happening to me. I want to get on Facebook and call his name out and not care what happened to me. And I'm going to call his name out now. His name is uh, Michael Putney. He's a political person on Channel 10 out of Miami. He's the one that's doing this to me. And like I say... Well, I don't know if the people who put him in the program are still actively partaking in our harassment. I, I personally, and I have no way to verify it, but I personally think that they enter our names on a list and then it just goes from there. But I don't think they're oh, he knows. Trust involved me. in your everyday harassment. But I oh, mean, I he is. That man, see, because it was him who was filming this, and he took it very personal when I said what I said. And when I think about it, you know, it's him. Uh, there's no other, no one else can do this that was in my life at the time but him. Okay, I want to ask a question to the people that are listening. What are you guys' opinion on that? Do you think the person who put you in the program, because somebody put all of us in there, um, do you think that those people are involved in your everyday harassment? And it may vary from person to person. I don't know. But I'm just I'm just curious. What, what, what do others think about that? Do you think the person who entered your name is involved in your day-to-day targeting? No. Yeah. But personally, I, I don't think so. That uh, I think the person that uh, put you in the pro- program, this thing here, it's, I think they're just a bunch of, I think they're cowards. So they put you in there, and, they, and then it takes on a life of its own, you know? I don't, I don't think they're necessarily involved in your targeting, but they put you in the program, and they allow the scumbags that are that do work in the targeting system to target you. So I don't think these people they actually target you. I just think they put your your thing on the list, and they just maybe they just wipe their hands off it. Pretend, right, you know. I feel the same as Jerome. I think I think it's somebody with some power, and that is gets some favors who knows people, and maybe you know he has something to lose if you stay free or something, like you know your boss or something. If you're going to bring a lawsuit against your company. And uh, I, I think it's just these people are. I think people doing this are cult members who um, are just they live, eat, and breathe this, and they're um, yeah, cult cult members, and they are just crazy. I, I forget I forget where I got this information. I think it may have been a YouTube video. I cannot. I honestly can't remember where I heard this or saw this. But there was, and I think it was something I saw, so it might have been a video. But there was a person who was getting um, voices, 
And he swore that the voices were coming from this particular guy who he knew. And um, he, he said that it was God. And the guy was trying to convince him, I am not, I am not talking to your head. And he kept saying, yes, you are. I hear you. I hear you every day. The guy was like, I'm not talking. We may not like each other because I guess they really didn't like each other. But he was saying, I, it's not me. So I think sometimes we might think, you know, and I, I mean, who who knows? The guy could have been lying. Maybe it really was him. I don't know. But um, he was really trying to prove to the guy that, you know, they may have you thinking it's me, but it's not me. Oh, it was, he was on this, this was on Dr. Phil. This was on Dr. Phil. This was after Matt. This was another target that was on there after Matt, uh, Matt Baresh. And, and, and that's what it was. It was on Dr. Phil. And um, Dr. Phil, of course, was trying to tell the guy he was delusional, you know, how they use him to do that. But uh, the person on the show was saying that this was definitely the neighbor talking in his head. Now, he didn't know he was targeted. And, of course, Dr. Phil didn't help him to understand that. He made him think he was delusional and um, schizophrenic. But he was uh, the, the person was trying to convince him that that's not me. I'm not talking in your head. Now, I don't know what these people got you thinking, but it's not me. So, I mean, sometimes they can have a thinking that it's a particular person, I don't think the person who put me in the program is in my day-to-day targeting. Because I personally think that it's military, it's government, you know, at least that's the way it appears in my life. I don't know about for everybody else. But I don't think this person is, is part of the government or anything like that. I think they just had the power to put me in the program. And now it's, you know, taken off into other things. That's what I agree to. Um, the one who put me on it bragged that he could put me on it, and he was just a kid in high school at the time. I've told this before. But then um, my friends who told me what he said uh, explained it, and I said, what about the police? At that time, I thought law enforcement was on my side, you know, protecting the innocent and that sort of thing. Uh, unfortunately, I called them, and they did protect him in court and um, throughout the entire time that the restraining order is supposed to be. Now, I did see, this was back in 2003, and uh, a little before then, too, when I took him to court over just regular stalking stuff. But when the technology started, <clears throat> that's when I thought that law enforcement was really was really corrupt. His connections, though, this kid's connections were with law enforcement, the fire department, and apparently the Navy, because we have a heavy Navy around here, and he had an uncle or a cousin or something over there in Bremerton. So I could see, though, when I was in Texas for about four years, when I came back, moved to a new place 20 miles away from that place, which I'd I'd moved from earlier, um, and I did see, this was just before the snowstorm, and I had just moved into this house. I saw his vehicle, the same exact vehicle, that he had at the time I lived next door to this kid. He's in his 30s, I guess, now. But I know that he's involved in it. But I agree with you, Renata. This thing is a lot bigger than he is. He just happened to have yeah. him, you know. And um, it, it has to have something to do with the military because these kind of weapons could not have been developed without a military-industrial complex working on it, you know. So we've got to know that that money had to go for developing these things. Dr. Hall has found out that it's retired 
at least in the San Antonio area, that sometimes it's retired a former FBI agents that still have access to the technology that are using it for their own gain. Uh, there are just too many. What, the way he puts it is there are too many clearances out there. Our government has allowed these people who are um, now using now using this technology against just anybody they want to. I heard, I'm not a big fan of Dr. Duncan, <laughs> you know, because of the history of this kind of thing and that he was involved in developing it. But um, And also, we can be our own gods. I don't believe that either. <laughs> but he did say something the other day I saw. And he said that he said before, like with McCultra and like with those poor guys with the syphilis um, things, you know, down in the South that time and wherever else they've done it, they usually pick people who are easy um, targets because there's nobody around to defend them. And he said, with this kind of thing, it's everybody. It's anybody. You know, and I think it's just gotten so far out of hand. The technology is in these local hands as well as it is with the military. So um, that's my feeling. It's, it's a little bit of both, but I don't think the original guy is always involved in it. So much of it may be long gone by now, but I do know it keeps on because I have seen someone else several times over the last two, three years. One at the back of my house, other than we just happened to be where I was, you know, that stuff. Anyway, there are other people doing it, you know. Yeah, I personally think that we are probably on a domestic terrorism list. That's my own personal thought. And I yeah. don't think that the, the average person uh, who could put you in this program, I think they can enter us on these lists and then it's out of their hands, whatever they whatever the protocol that the government has set for domestic terrorists, that's what happens to us. And when I was watching that guy, one second, please. When I was watching that guy on Dr. Phil, I was very nervous for him because he, he actually had started taking drugs and things. And he was, um, he was angry. He was very angry at this, this neighbor who um, they had a history of not getting along and he could hear this guy's voice through the V2K. And that made me nervous because, uh, mm-hmm. The way I saw it is that they were setting him up to actually harm or maybe kill this guy, you know, so it was all a setup. So I don't think it's good to to direct all your energies towards the person who you think may have put you on this list because then they could set you up that way, you know. It's like it's really at this point it doesn't matter because the point is we're on the list and they're doing what they're doing. So we don't want to you know, them to take advantage of the fact that, you know, you don't like that person or you think that person is continuing to do this harm to you because then they could get you to, to harm that person and they'd be very happy that you did that. So. There's another side to that, too. I'm thinking because this was just a kid, you know, at the time. He was bragging. He could do anything he wanted to do to me and get away with that sort of thing. Hopefully, this kid has matured. And I think one of the reasons he was back here maybe because he was the one who put me onto it. He was the one who was going to have to fall through on something. And I believe that those people are also um, in jeopardy because this is big. You know, once they get into this, it's like a mafia. You can't get out. So he may not want to do this sort of thing anymore. He may have it one time. That's why I think that forgiveness factor is really important that we understand that um, these people change. This is, what, 13, 12, 13 years now, and he may have grown up and changed. Who knows, you know? Um, I think he was back. He was back to prove he could do something, <laughs> and he still got that in him. But um, I, don't, I don't know that he's been uh, 
the one that's kept you up years. Okay, well, based on my experience, okay, I, I don't think okay is one person. I, I think that, um, yeah, it's somebody that pointed you out in the beginning, okay, but then it went to a committee, and they discussed it. They did a background check on you. This thing is too fast. This thing is too fast to be, say it's one one person, I mean, controlling, I mean, controlling, you know, each um, target in the um, situation. That's a good point, Charles. So you're saying they enter your name, and then these people do their own research to see if you deserve to be put in the program. Right. Kind of thing. Right. That's yeah. right. I, this thing is too intricate and too vast, okay? I mean, because, I mean, based on my experience, okay, it started in when I was um, when I was living in Manhattan, Harlem, okay? I moved to Queens, okay? It was the same thing. Came here to the Bronx, it's the same thing. Okay, I mean, really, no. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Okay. No, one person, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. And, you know, I want to say, too, about, I want to say, too, about the person who you feel may have put you in the program, don't spend too much time trying to figure it out. Because in the beginning, I did try to figure it out. But then I decided to let it go because it really didn't matter. And right. And then, and then one day, it, it, it hit me. Like, four years later, it just hit me after I saw um, Brain Invaders. Uh, Jesse Ventura's Brain Invaders, the next one I woke up and the light bulb went on. Oh, okay, I think I know, you know, but I wasn't even thinking about it, but it just it just happened at that time. Um, but still, there's no way to confirm it. There's, there's no way that I can confirm, but that is just my feeling. That's, where, that's what I believe. But, you know, when I thought about it and I said, you know what, I believe that the reason why I didn't realize who put me in the program was because the Lord knew I could not handle that at that time. I was still working at that place. It might have been all bad if I would have realized it at that time. So I think that God will reveal it to each person when he feels that they're ready to know. Because sometimes you're just not in that even in that mental space where you could handle that information because it would make you very upset. Like Elvira said, she's been feeling fear ever since and, you know, a little upset behind it. So don't spend too much energy because none of us can really confirm it. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that because I've heard several people say, like Donald said earlier, that the people told him that they were going to put him in a program. So I guess there are a few people that can absolutely confirm it, but most of us cannot. And it doesn't matter. The point is we're in we're in this torture program. You know? That's how can I, I say something? It. Yes, go ahead, James. Uh, I've got two things. One is the, um, I wanted everybody to listen to, um, what's his name, Mark. Um, Cassio? Yes, yes. Uh Um, Say it again? Cassio, yes. It's like passion, but uh, without the end. So um, he, especially the one on border followers, because it's exactly what is, you know, what we are having to deal with. And the other thing is the injury that I, I suffered um, two Mondays ago. No, uh, last Monday. And um, I was thinking, you know, I sent this out. I spent all day trying to get stuff together. And, um, and um, 
so I sent it out and nobody retweeted it. Like I said, you know, I, I think a couple people did now, but at first it was really disheartening because I, you know, I spent a lot of time on it. I had researched all the senators and the congressmen and got them all. I had to send one for each one. It was like about five different tweets. So, you know, basically I'm seeing just one go in per person, which is, you know, we've got all these TIs with Twitter accounts and, and nobody retweeted it. But maybe we could change that because, you know, I'm always thinking about ways to um, come at this in different ways. And one particular way would be to come at it from um, an individual's point of view so that, you know, maybe we've put out um, um, petitions before, try to get people to sign them, and only, you know, you might get 50 or 100. But what if we put out one or did other things in, like, one person's name as, you know, just as, because sometimes one person will get, like, a million signatures on a petition or or somebody would retreat, tweet it up, you know, 100,000 times, whereas they won't, you know, everybody and, you know, targeting. Okay, so just humor me for a second and look at my... Uh, my tweet and see what you think because it's you know it's just from a from a personal interest standpoint it's interesting so let me just get um i had i put it in the in the chat room but it's buried now so i have to find another one so do you do you understand what i'm saying from a from a one person personal interest type standpoint yeah, I, I mean, I do. I, I'm not one that I'm not big on social media, so for me to well, it's really um, the only way we're going to get some people. We can't get people to go in and talk to the senator, so we can tweet them, and you know, it just takes like five minutes. So, but if everybody can do that, we can really, I think, you know, possibly get somewhere. So look at this and see what you think. You know, I have to. Find the darn thing again. Copy one. Your phone is kind of breaking out. What? Your phone is breaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. I put it over there. So yeah, I so I found it. Now I'm going to put it in the chat room. Is it better now? My phone. Yes, it is. Okay, here's the tweet. Thanks. That's not my phone. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Can you mute yourself, please, whoever that is? Okay, we have about 30 minutes left. Um, All right, so James put his link in the chat room. Yeah, I just like people to, to look at it. Okay, thank you, James. I didn't realize all these people are on mute. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Jerome, I just unmuted you. Yeah, I just keep on getting knocked off. I think uh, someone in my location has got a phone jammer, so every time I'm being knocked off my phone call, it's just a standard standard procedure that happens every weekend. So uh, if you see me go missing, it's not because I hung up. It's because I got knocked off the phone call. So, mm, yeah. yeah, It happens to me a lot, too. 
fantastic idea about getting uh, the petition going. I don't know. Because people have to know about what's going on. It's just... If they they could also retweet my tweet so the senator would get, you know, maybe 10 tweets of the same thing instead of just from me. There's everything, I guess, because we have to do it in a way that people would understand that it's not like science fiction or Twilight Zone. Yeah, well, see, that's why that's why I'm, I think mine is important because it's an actual injury, as opposed to just telling them or something. I can, I'm showing them here. This is what's happening, and you can read my website, and pretty much all there. They can't deny it for mine. Yeah, this thing gets momentum, and then it loses momentum, like. Uh when uh, Ace Ventura, is that his name? He he, he had an episode right of uh, electronic harassment. And, I mean that that was the perfect time to strike and just you know just push and get people to to understand what's going on, you know because you know aggressive uh, what do you call it um, petitioning would be would be great right after an episode like that you know mm-hmm. people have it in their minds and then boom. Well, you see, if people if people had actual injuries that they could present, they can't deny that. I mean, especially burns, like on yeah. skin, chest, or something like that, that look like yeah, that could that's probably microwave. You know, well, it's been burning me big time. It's uh, it's something I had burns before, but then they reburnt me at this location. Yeah, I've been getting reburned in that one location. Yeah. So this location I received additional burns, so mm-hmm. now the burn that's that's real. I was thinking that it was it's probably laser, but then, then I surmised that it's like just microwave uh technology that they're using in order to fry my skin. They blistered it, so mm-hmm. yeah, they're just very gung ho at this location about the targeting. They're just enthusiastic like it's Christmas. Well, if we could if we could present those injuries as uh, like pictures, and you know, it, even if you're just doing for one person and saying here, they can't they cannot. I'm telling you, they cannot say it's crazy if it's an injury and if it's a burn. They cannot say it's crazy. So they have to accept it. You can you can actually go to the senator and say, what can we do? What's the procedure? How do I do it? And they will tell you and say, I want you, I want you to tell me because I'm going to follow each and every step. And at the end of that, those steps, I want an uh, um, investigation started. And there's not, you're not playing around. You want the investigation started. We're going to go through each and every step. Bang, bang, bang. And, you know, I, why not? So you're presenting an injury and you're, they cannot deny it. <clears throat> I'm telling you. 
What if they say it's self-inflicted or something like that, just to get well, attention? Well, uh, is it? Is, did you see it? Did you yeah. see my injury? No, but I'm saying, no, I'm not saying that it's... In, he's, so, saying that he's actually well, saying that the question will be raised that might be... I mean, they will raise okay. any, any well, they can examine it. Okay, so they can say, okay, well, it could be self-inflicted. What does your doctor say? And maybe you should see another doctor. Okay, these are hoops we have to jump through to get the investigation. But at the end of the jumping through the hoops, assuming that the doctors say, okay, that's not self-inflicted, that looks like a microwave burn to me. You know, at the end of that, so we get the, we get the uh, investigation. So, yeah. yeah, we can ask those questions, but at the end of it, there is an end to it. It's not a, an ongoing investigation that's going to take 10 years. It's going to take a week, a month at most. You see, we, we've got to have, like, a focused... Um, You've got to be focused like a laser. You've got to have a deadline for this to be done. You've got to get, make, it sh make sure that the congressman or whoever you're talking to knows that you are serious and the deadline is there. He's got to do his part. Okay, congressman, what is it? What do we need? What, what do we need to give you? And yeah. we'll have it here. Yeah, it's, but um, the thing is, is that uh, if they're targeting us with this all this radiation, if they're putting enough microwave energy to burn your skin. I mean, how, many, how much are they absorbing? Isn't that kind of hilarious? No, but does that matter? Or do we care about that, or do we care about the investigation? Say again? Do we care about that? Do we care what they get? I don't give a shit. I don't care I don't, what they get. I, I don't give a care what that. they get. I'm just, I'm just stating that uh, that was just a general uh, observation. I, I know, but, but, you know, we're, we're thinking about one particular thing, and we're focused like a laser, and we're not deviating, and we want an investigation. If you get off the subject and it's easy, you you know you might as well just give up and sit down and cry. Well, I got to say, no, say my man, okay, uh, that, okay, you didn't finish. You didn't finish, Jerome. Go ahead. Jerome. No, go ahead, Charles. Go ahead. No, no, I'm not. I'm just making an observation that uh, how dumb these people are because if they're if they're giving us enough reds from microwave uh, the, uh, device or gadget to burn our skin, I mean it's just got to be a two-way sword, right? They got to be uh, absorbing reds too. I mean, you know, it just seems well, ridiculous. They're not reds, but um, you know, I really think you know. So just humor me. What about that question I asked? Because we can put the congressman's feet to the fire, but if we start deviating and what about this and what about that and it's not on the subject, we aren't going to finish. We aren't going to get it done. We aren't going to jump through all the hoops. We need to discuss it to the point where we actually have something and stay on the subject. Well, I think, I think what I'm about to say is on the subject. I mean, what, what's going on, it's a, it's a good idea to get exposure to this thing, you know? Well, when you have when you have an injury, you can show somebody. You're not talking about theory. You're not talking about you know pies in the sky. You're not talking about anything. But this person has an injury. Look, here's the picture. What do you think? 
They can't say it's nothing. They have to say you injured yourself. They have to, it's personal and it's there. It's right in their face. They have to say something. So we got them for this time being, like this injury right now, it's still, it's still there. It's, I can have it investigated. I can go to doctors. I can do whatever, jump through any hoops. I just have to know what the hoops are. We have to stay on the subject long enough to get to the end of the hoops. Just my opinion, you know, if you, you know, you can go and talk about anything. Um, I'm just trying to get uh, an investigation going. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a diff, uh, you know. It is, but you know, we. So, what do you, what do you guys think? Did you all see it? Do you know I what I'm talking it, about? I saw. I think I'm gonna have to start a new Twitter account because I just tried to log in so that I could retweet that. But um, it, Twitter has my old email address, and I don't remember what the password was, so I'm locked out. And if they send me a new password, it will go to the old address, which I can't get mm-hmm. into. So I'm gonna have well, to start. Okay. A new, I have to start a new Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Okay. But well, I, once I do that, I will retweet it. It was a good idea while it lasted. It's the only way we're going to get it to stop, folks. The only way we get focused, we talk to somebody, find out what the hoops are, and jump through them. You know, it's fine to talk, but what you have to, you know, if somebody comes up with an idea, humor it. You know, humor it. Go, go through from start to finish. Because it's very disheartening for someone to come up with those ideas and to be shot down and just, you know, just get off the subject. Because, Dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. Right, but... Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, man. It got, it got, yo, whatever subject you bring up or whatever idea you got to bring up, it's got to uh, withstand scrutiny. Okay, it's as simple as that. Okay, you can't say, you know, what? what? You can't have to say, it got to stand scrutiny, okay, or, 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 or opposite opinion or, or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, those, I mean, say, Okay, this is my idea. Don't touch it. You know, I mean, really. No, well, I I know, I know, but I'm the only one that's, or one of the only ones coming up with ideas. And I, okay, I, I can, you know, I, it's just frustrating to me to come up okay, with Donald, ideas. Okay, Donald, was that Work Donald? on them and get uh, nothing. Uh, hold on a second, you guys. Did I hear Donald trying to say something? I thought I heard Donald. Yeah, I just, no? just want to throw, throw something in real quick um, as far as an yeah. idea. Okay, no? um, there was. There was a, a video I just posted it on YouTube like last week, and I sent it to a couple people. Um, whatever we, whatever we, I'm gonna present. You have to be, you know, you have to have proof of what's going on. So I literally have a video when I, I went on. I was on my computer in my in my, in my, in my bedroom, and I was. Um, okay, somebody please mute your background. That's so annoying. Okay, go ahead, Donna. Okay, I was in my bedroom. I, I mentioned this to Renata before, though. I, I was in my bedroom. I was researching um, to see how do you protect yourself from being implanted. They're doing that on purpose. Yeah, I know. Right. I can tell. Really? So, unfortunately, I have to do that. I kind of don't know who that is. So. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to do that. I know, but I mean, you, know, you, I, can't, I, hear what, you can't hear what Donna was saying. They don't want to hear. They don't want you to hear what I got to say. <laughs> I know, but we're gonna hear it. So, hang on one second. That's just rude, and it's very intentional. 
because people know when they have uh, noise in their background, all they have to do is mute themselves. Okay, I'm trying to mute everybody, and then I will unmute. Donna, one second, let me find you here, Donna. Okay, are you unmuted, Donna? Yeah, yeah. That's so rude. I apologize for whoever that rude person is. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Okay, I, well, I was in my bedroom. I'm, I'm researching to see if I was implanted. You know, or mm-hmm. how, how could you, you know, fix if you're if you're implanted? So. I'm on a computer, I'm on his website, and I'm researching. And I just happened to peek over towards my window, and I grabbed my video recorder. And when I went to my window, there were three um, small, it was it was around 8 o'clock at night, so it was around, around that time. There were three small drones, I don't know if they were planes or drones, they were just posted outside of my window, just sitting there. And I, I'm video recording this, and I'm and I'm talking at the same time, I'm like, Okay, look, I just got on my computer and I looked outside of my window, and as you as you all can see, there are three drones sitting, just sitting there outside of, and I'm talking on the video. I'm like, here, here, as you can see, here it is, and I and I put and I po- and I took the video camera back to my computer, and I show, look, look what I'm researching. I'm researching to see if I'm implanted. So as you, I'm so so I'm talking on the video. I'm like, as you all can see, this is what they're doing. They're seeing, they're. They saw that I was on the computer, seeing if I was implanted, and I looked out of my window, and as you all can see, what's out of my window, and I showed a drone, and then they slowly started moving away, and then another one would pull up. It was like it was like six of them, and I have that on video. I just posted it on, on YouTube, so I guess I just I wanted to throw that to you all. If you all want to see it, maybe I can send it to Renata. I don't know if you, you know, maybe I can send it to you. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. I would like to see it. I um, you okay. know, and that that's one of the things that I'm I really have to get better with because I do have a lot of uh, evidence too. And but you know what? What good is it if we're not exposing it? And a lot of it stays on my camera, you know, and I don't expose it. But I really should because I have some deep stuff that happens outside of my house. <laughs> it's it's so deep. I just have to just take a nap when I look at it because it's it's ridiculous. There's um, I have these um infrared cameras. Um, around my house, and they pick up, infrared picks up things that your uh, naked eye can't see. And there is something that was flying around. I can't even describe it. I just need to upload it. It, it was like some black dust. I, I don't know what it was. They were flying around and floating and all, all kinds of stuff. And people were telling me, oh, that's demonic this, that's alien that, and I just said, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I know it's deep. It's some stuff that you cannot see, you know. But I do have that on film, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna upload that one day because I, I need somebody to tell me what they think it is. But I, I really I kind of like don't care because I don't buy into I'm, I don't spook easy. That kind of stuff doesn't spook me out because I know you know that God has protected me and my family. But it's just like wow, really. So when you say these drones, I know other people who have uh, filmed drones, too. Now, what do they look like? Because some of them look like stars. Um, Donald, may I ask a question? Yes. Um, How do I look it up, Donald? Um, What is it um, registered under? What is the title? Oh, uh, oh, man, let me see if I can. 
Uh, Renata, you can keep talking. I um I will have to pull it up and maybe I can sure. get it. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm very yeah, curious to look at it. I want to see that too. Yeah, I want to see it too. Okay. Now, if you want to, speak I'm sorry, Renata. Right what were you saying, though, hon? No, no, no. I'm gonna upload. I'm gonna upload mine too because I I do have some kind of um, evidence stuff, but I just don't take the time to upload it. But I, but we should because the evidence Absolutely. is doing no good just sitting on the cameras, you know. Right, and see, yeah, this happens to me. Yeah, this this is happening to me almost every day when I when I go out of house. I'm video recording all these military hot helicopters pulling over me and just sitting. I can, when I'm going to play basketball, I I have it on video. Just a military helicopter will just sit there over there, over me while I'm driving. I have all this on video, and it's like I know you all are talking about you know evidence and you know starting to invest. This these are this is this is it. I mean, how how can we present this? You know. You should definitely. You have a YouTube channel, right? Yes. I, I, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put all that on YouTube. Yeah. I, I think that there. Uh, personally, I think that there is a certain protection that you get. Now, don't get me wrong. These people are capable of doing it, anything, and they will. But I do think that there's a certain protection that you get when you do expose, because they know you're not afraid to tell. And that somebody's going to know if something happens to you, a lot of people will know because you have been exposing it. Well, Donald, what is your name? I can pull up YouTube and then your um, whatever name you your channel is and pull it up from there. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's under T as in Tom, Y, F as in Frank, I, T as in Tom. So it's a tie fit. T-Y-F-I-T. Say that one more time. Say that one more time, Donald. The T as in Tom, Y, F as in Frank, I, T as in Tom. So it's a tie, tie fit. What's oh. the last letter you're saying? T like Tom. Uh, T, T as in Tom, yep. Okay, great. Yeah, it didn't come up like that for me. And there's like three videos on there, but the one specifically with the implants, that's that's the one people have been telling me is a, is a really something, you know, people to see. Yeah, that that didn't come up. Okay, let me see if I can. Oh, hold on one second. I'm signing in right now. Okay, and this call is going to drop any moment now. But just so you guys know, thank you for, for joining. Oh, next week there is no call. No call next Sunday. What 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 time is FFCHS is called? Does anybody know on Saturday? Eight o'clock. It would be six o'clock your time. Okay. So um, I have something to do. I have something to do next Sunday, so I cannot do this call at twelve noon on Sunday. But I was thinking about doing it Saturday instead, but I know the FFCHS does their calls, and most people go to those calls. So if you guys want, they they don't start there until 6. Um, we can do it Saturday earlier if you guys want to. It's up to you. Oh, hello, Renata? Yes. Oh, they, they can type, if you go to the search, they can type in covert, covert harassment at its best. If you type that in, it should pop up. Covert harassment at its best. That's the one particular video that's um, 
with the implant. Just wanted to throw that out. Oh, I see it. Okay. I see it. All right. So I will put the link in the chat room. You guys can see. Oh, let me follow you, too. I have a channel out there, too. I pulled it up, and then it clicked off. They don't want me looking at it. I better write it down. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to put it in the... Um, the chat now for those who are in the chat That's Donald's channel. Okay, I'm going to make sure I follow you too. And check out your video. All right, cool. Yeah, when I finish this call, I'm going to look at it. That's good that you get it on, um, you know, film. All right, I'm going to unmute you guys. I want to know if um, if you guys are interested in doing a call on Saturday. Chat room, you can let me know if you're interested in doing a call, probably around. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay, you interested? Okay. I would say around noon. Oh, that's uh, so early for Saturday. I would say 1 o'clock, and we probably won't go as long. One o'clock um, Saturday, one uh, Pacific Standard would be four Eastern. Are you guys interested or no? Because if not, that's fine too. I'll just take the right, day just to be in. Okay, I thought you were talking about the evening. Uh, I may, I may make it. I may not. Oh, okay. The evening would be definite, though. Well, see, the evening um, FFCHS does their call at. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, they, you know, most people go there, go to their call. Oh. So I don't, you know. I don't know why I can't get the rest of you are muted. So I that's why I'm, I was going to do it early if I do it at all. Yes, Nancy? That wasn't me. Oh, that was sorry. That was me. It sounds good. Uh, I might yeah. be a little late, is the only thing. But uh, I'd be interested in the yeah, Saturday, Saturday, uh, one o'clock p.m. Is that Eastern Standard Time? Pacific. Pacific Standard, which would be four Eastern. Would be what? It would be four o'clock. Be four o'clock. Yeah, something like okay. four o'clock. Yeah, okay, yeah, most most likely, yeah, I'll be good. I can do four. four. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Look for our invitation. I'll I'll send the invitation. Um, and we'll just do it on Saturday. We probably won't go as long. Because I know people go to the FFCHS uh, calls, so you guys can have time to rest in between the calls. But I know for a fact I can't do it on Sunday next week. Okay, Yeah, I forgot about the time delay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll be there. Charles, are you still working? Yeah. Good, uh-huh. very good. Good for you. Yeah, I want to ask his name, Donald? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I want to ask if if I can. If you can't if you can't get into it, I understand, man. Okay. Okay. Okay, but you was with the Secret Service, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you as much as you can, if if you can't, you know, it's totally it's cool. All right. Um give us or give 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 us um your opinion or whatever happened to Miriam um what's her name? 
Carrie. Miriam Carrie. Yeah. yeah. What was the situation around that? You know, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me that to be honest, because I was, you know, I was there when it happened. So, um, of course, people people ask me that all the time, especially TIs. They want to know what was going on with that. Um, the only, okay, only the call is really... going to cut off any second. The call is going to cut off. So go ahead, make a point, Donald. I just want you to know that. Go ahead. Okay. Well, the only thing I could I honestly could see was, um, I mean. You know, see, since I wasn't there, I didn't, you know, I wasn't there when it actually, I, I didn't see the actual, you know, you, you know, accident. So I wasn't, I can't really, you know, specifically say. Um, the only thing I could say, I was there when it when all the craziness was going on around it. But uh, so it's kind of really is like one of those things I can give my opinion, but I can't, you know, say exactly what happened. You see what I'm saying? I can just give well, you my you opinion. Give what you can, man. Well, well, what did you hear? Did you hear any? Did people have different opinions on it at that time? What, what was the gossip? Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I I actually I talked to the um, attorney because, you know, I've been looking for an attorney to fight this, what's going on with me. So I talked to, to her attorney, and um, he actually wants to work with me, to, you know, because he wants to. Cause he's fighting the same thing that I'm fighting you know, against the government. But so so he wanted to know exactly, you know, what did I hear and, you know, this and that. So um, I just basically told him, you know, I gave him my opinion. I believe, you know, the shots, did they overreact? Did they act, you know, that when they chased her, were they, were they authorized? And, um, I mean, this, uh, this is something that... I really can't really go into detail. I, I would have to really just talk to Renata, and then Renata can kind of you know relay the information. But um, I know you all, because it's kind of like something I really have to sit down and speak with you know you know speak with you all about. So I can't really go too much into detail. But um, yeah, we don't want you to put yourself in any kind of additional <laughs> harm's way. You know. Right. Because, yeah. So. Yeah. We know yeah, that so. you know your job was a classified job. So. Yeah. But like I said, I didn't. I wasn't even there for the accident, so I could I could only give my opinion of the of what of what was done. Was it right or wrong, or was this done right? Was that done right? That's the only thing I could I could say because I you know I, I wasn't a part. Oh, of you you say you were some. You say you were at the White House, but you were getting dressed or something like that when it happened. Yeah, I was getting dressed. Yep. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, and then, you know, that was just like brushed under the rug. You don't hear anything about it anymore. Right. And that's really sad. But what what I can say is, if I was being targeted, and those guys that took those shots, oh, they could have been targeted. That's why they could have made the wrong. You know, that's, that's that's the problem behind my whole situation. When you're targeted, I was being targeted, and I could have easily made the wrong choice when something big happens at the White House, you know, you're hearing about people jumping over the fence and this and that. If you're targeted, you're going to make, probably make a bad choice. You see what I'm saying? And that's what's going on. One of those guys could have been targeted and they could have made a wrong choice. You see what I'm saying? See, this is, this could really be a story. <laughs> behind but what's you know, going that's things me. that people really don't think about, Donald. That's true, that the, that the people put there to protect you know, the White House and the president, they could be targeted themselves just like you were. That's something that we never even considered. It's true, though. 
Exactly. Because you know what? With the TI community, most TIs automatically think that everybody at the White House is involved, everybody who works in Congress, everybody in the Senate, everybody in those positions know about targeting, but you're here to say that's not necessarily true because did you know about targeting at the time? No, no, I didn't, no. And like I said, I, I was at, I was literally at the Alex, Aaron Alexis, um, the memorial service where the president went to go speak to the families. And I, mm-hmm. I literally worked, I worked that event. And, and I'm thinking that this guy is crazy. I'm just another crazy person that wouldn't did this. And at the time, I was going through it. I was literally targeted at the time while I'm at Aaron Alexis's memorial service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not his memorial service, but the victims, right? The, the victims, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Protecting the president yeah. while he's there, and I'm targeted and didn't even know it. I'm going through the same thing that this young man is going through. It's, it's crazy. That is so, crazy. Uh, I mean, it really, it really helps me, though, to, to really understand that not everybody knows about it, no matter what position you're in. Which I already knew that, but a lot of TIs don't don't understand that, that you, you really don't know. You may not. I mean, you didn't. And then, right. lo and behold, they're, they're targeting you. Right. And people are, people are asking me, what were, were they trying to get you to do the same thing that Aaron Alexis did at the White House? You know, they're they were the, well, what was their intentions when they did that to me? They were trying to do something 